I am Eric, he is Paul, we are EMP, and this is the Fat Patch Podcast brought to you by the Collectible Card Club. What's up, Paul? Saw, dude. Saw, man. Having a good day? Man, it is a fantabulous day. We got in here late today. I love the fact that we got in here late today, Mostly man. because we had a, we have this thing going on tonight that we got to go be a part of. Right, right. We'll get into that a little later, but the traffic is really <laughs> what it was. The traffic sucks, dude. That's why we come in at... You know, six yeah. o'clock in the yeah. morning. You um, you live well south of here, and I live well north of here. And like, I don't know, I know, I do know for you, but it's a uh, you know, if you don't leave by five, you're done, right? You're Pretty done. Much. And Pretty this much. morning, I left my house at seven fifteen, and I didn't get here until nine. Mm. I left at eight and got here at nine thirty. It's ridiculous. So it is dumb. For, so for you that for you guys that don't live out in the in the big city, you just stay out there, stay your country behind out there. Yeah. In the country, <laughs> yep. Because uh, the Metroplex uh, no metropolitan joke. areas are no joke. The Metroplex is no joke. They got you all over the place, I'm trying to find shortcuts and back routes and service roads and all kinds of stuff. Ways I'd, I'd use ways. Thanks, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Mike Fruitman, for hooking me up with ways. Told me, hey, too, good luck. <laughs> good luck. Good luck. Good luck. God bless. Good yeah. luck. <laughs> Have fun uh, with it. That's fun. Man, uh, fun week here. Uh, coming off of episode two fifty with Mean Joe Green, and um, no Panini. stopping with two fifty one. Yeah, no two fifty one. We're rolling right into it. Uh, God, just thank everybody who's been a part of two hundred and fifty episodes. That episode with me and Joe Green and Panini has gotten a lot of feedback, a lot of play. I, I really thank you guys for downloading and listening to it. Uh, this one is going to be just as good. You guys have seen me talking about it on Twitter all week. We got Conrad Thompson. Hey, hey, it's Conrad. Um, I, I wanted him on for the bit, like for the for the wrestling stuff, you know, his collection and yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. And then it turned into a like a business conversation, and I was like, "Fantastic, dude knows his stuff." It does, and it's no surprise if you listen to his podcast, you know that. But man, he's a smart dude. Uh, don't don't uh don't sleep on yeah him. don't sleep on those country bumpkins man just because he's from Alabama doesn't mean that he doesn't know anything. There's a lot of lot of play on Alabama coming up yeah. here soon. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's right. Um, then uh, we, a little later after that we got uh my man our new our new favorite baseball team yeah the St. Paul Saints uh, Sean Aronson the the play by play and our new favorite mascot hands down. <laughs> Absolutely. Alternative fats. Alternative fats. Love it. It is the. F- I love alternative fats. Yeah, yeah. I don't, can't wait. Don't, don't say too much about that. Yet. I can't wait 
to to get that. Yeah. Can't wait to do that. That's good stuff. And then uh, finally, we, we wrap it up with our from a shop in uh, interview with a uh, new breaker here, local in Dallas, Fort Worth. Yeah, man. Uh, he came in. He, he business mind too. He kind of knew his stuff. Dude, dead. Heck yeah. Well, I mean, he's like this uh, engineer dude. Yeah, right. Like, you know, he, whatever. He, he's smart. We were told. We were told. SMRT. <laughs> Joseph Rodriguez of uh, CJP break or CJ card CJP card breaks, and uh, he'll be our from the shop from the shop segment this week. But before we get to all that, Paul. It's a big week in new products and pricing. What do you got, man? It is, man. It is. Um, I mean, it's it's like I feel like baseball season starting. This yeah, week. right. I mean, you know, 2018 top series ones hit the hit the shelves uh, yesterday on Wednesday. Um, normal fanfare, but everybody loves this product, man. You know, even the non-self builders, I feel like, are even buying this stuff. You know what I mean? Just to just to get the taste of the new stuff. You know, get those first rookie cards and whatnot from top. So, uh, series one is out. Uh, Sixty dollars for the regular boxes. You're gonna get one auto or relic in those. One oh five, one ten, somewhere in that range for the jumbos. Uh, one auto, two relics guaranteed there. Um, it's top series one. Go sure, get it. Sure. It's awesome. They got some. Uh, do some some tops now inserts in there which oh, okay, is kind of cool, cool. Right. kind of piggybacks off what they're doing online if you're not checking out tops now definitely check that out uh that's pretty cool as well so um yeah man 2018 tops check it out um then panini man panini just dropping new products this week all week uh, all week like, man yeah. yeah so we got uh yesterday uh we had a couple things come out uh 2017-18 panini status basketball now this is like going back to skybox man Everybody remember Skybox? Mm-hmm. This cool design, plain and simple, uh, with that with that with that Skybox feel to it. They're only like fifty seven dollars a box, maybe sixty bucks a box, sure. right? Uh, lower end product, but it delivers, man. It's got tons of inserts, tons of parallels. You get one auto per box, ten packs per box. You're going to get sixty uh, six cards per pack. So you're walking away with sixty cards, a couple rookies, an auto. It's really cool, man. Check it out, especially if you're our age. You'll remember the Skybox stuff. Sure, I think it's I, cool. I, you mentioned I didn't know it was coming out. I didn't. Well, I knew it was coming out, but I didn't know what the design was. You mentioned to me, so I ran immediately over and checked out the design, and I like it a lot, actually. I, um, I like that old Skybox stuff. So yeah, very, very, really, very, 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 very cool. So we're on to Panini Football. Also came out with a Vertex, which is also new. Um, this is a high end product. Uh, looking at two eighty a box for Panini uh, Vertex. Um, but you're going to get four autos and two mem per um, per box. Okay. So uh, high-end, beautiful cards, man. Got that, uh, I think it was grandstand-type feel to them. Um, but they've got all kinds of designs, all kinds of parallels. They're normal fanfare as well. But um, beautiful, beautiful cards, and the breakers are loving it um, at this point. So I've been watching that stuff fill and break all week. So Sweet. good stuff. Um, that's what's new on my end, man. SPS Hockey. Hockey, that's right. SPX Hockey. Came out yesterday. Came out yesterday, okay. A uh, big change format last year. It followed that same format. Uh, this year's rookie class in it. Guys, if you're not if you're not collecting Brock right now, I'll tell you, we, we hyped up Nolan Patrick, and you know he's our guy. He's been on the show and everything. We love it. It's awesome. Um, but Brock right now, Brock Brozier. Killing it. Just killing it. And if you're not collecting him right now, and then other, the other guy, Alex De- Debrink that that we talked about last week from Blackhawks. Both of those guys are just shooting up the hot list. Uh, go pick up everything you can from them right now because yep. uh, they're 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 where it's at. Yep, they're on fire. They are on fire. Now let me look at uh, new pricing. I know the first of our new pricing comes from a realm of collecting that Paul's in love with. It's called Garbage Pell Kids. Woo-hoo. It is priced right now for you in your OPG. Uh, that is a disgusting picture of. 
uh, <laughs> it's supposed to be Bob Ross painting oh, with his snot. With his snot nose. That is gross. Dude, I'm going to give this set a plug for a second. All okay, right. go ahead. It is stinking awesome. Yeah. All you, right, I picked up some of that. Some, didn't you? Yeah. yeah, I ripped a little bit of that. And just, man, the memories and going down nostalgia lane, man, it is just awesome. You just, pulled, a, pulled a good autograph, I heard? I did actually pull an autograph, which is like unheard of, man. It was like one every 2,000 packs or whatever. Wow. But, um, yeah, that was really cool. I've never pulled anything uh, quite like that out of Garbage Pail Kids. So that was really cool. But even, even throughout the auto, man, I, if I hadn't gotten the auto, I, it was still like like a, a Christmas morning, man. It was just awesome going through that stuff. So definitely, definitely, if you're uh, if you're our age, go check that out because you're gonna you're gonna laugh your your head off, man. And we have one more new product that's priced. I got to switch switch my Instagram accounts. Uh, I created a new Fat Packs Instagram nice. Instagram account. Nice. So I've been on that one mostly. So let me switch back over to our Beckett account to get it right because I don't want to sell Brian short here. This is fabulous radio. I know you guys are entertained. We are, yeah. They're always entertained. <laughs> All right, uh, here we go. Uh, what do you got? Oh, Chronicles. Okay. Chronicles Baseball. That that one's done for you too. That was um, a tough my, one to price. There's so many different, so much going on in that product. Sure, sure. Um, Brian hooked that up, got that done for you. All right, now I'm gonna log back out of that one. Go back into our Fat Packs podcast. Fat Packs uh, Instagram account. Hope you guys are following us over there. If you're on Instagram, it's just getting started. Like. Within the last couple of days, really. Okay. So uh, it's at the underscore fat underscore packs underscore podcast. Sometimes you got to work with what you got to work with. Hey, man, whatever you got to you know? do, man. So um, you you th- underscored it out. I there. underscored it out. So please come give us a follow right now. It's And we're only at 74 followers. But as the giveaways and stuff start running. They will come. They if you give come. it away, they will, they will come. come. Yes, they will. Um, announced. You know, it's show announcements, that kind of stuff. But more, more is coming. More is coming exclusive. Also, we're starting our uh, YouTube, YouTube, pa- YouTube, YouTube spa- uh, page very shortly. Look for that coming up uh, pretty soon, probably in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to assume that it's going to be up before the industry summit. Word. I, if it's not, I would be highly shocked. Yes, I would agree with you. And on that. speaking of the industry summit, we'll just go ahead and mention it here. Okay. You okay, are you okay with it? I'm okay with okay. it. Uh, we are, our show at the Industry Summit, our three shows at the Industry Summit are going to be sponsored by Buck City Breaks. Uh, you guys are probably breaking with them already. If you're not, uh, they're a lot of fun. Go check them out. They have, um, well, how do you say this? An interesting approach to breaking. It's, they do. They do. I mean, uh, every, every breaker's got their niche. Yeah, right. You know, and, right. Uh, and they bring it. They sure do. They have a lot of fun with it. I gotta. I'm helping them on their music, though, man. You gotta get your music up. You gotta get your music game up. <laughs> I can't be in your break room and you just listening to that those plinky planky sounds. I don't need that. I need some <laughs> plinky planky. Is yeah. that a now, what is that an official term? They're they're rightfully so. They don't want to get shut down by YouTube. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, it's so you know they're not using copyrighted music, right? Which is good. But I, I'm, I'm like I, I'm trying to hype them to that game of. Uh, some uh, free background music that you don't have to. It's, it's free. It's uh, not gotcha. copyrighted. You don't have to worry about it. Gotcha. So there's that coming. It's, it's uh, not hopefully, elevator music. Yeah, it's not elevated music. No, they don't have elevated music, but they have just like beats. You know. Ah, uh, gotcha. And uh, which is what I'm telling them to do, but just more. More beats. More beats. More beats per minute. <laughs> yeah, more beats per minute. <laughs> uh, that without without fail though, our show again is sponsored by the Collectible Card Club, and we will be. Uh, on 105.3 The Fan tonight at 7.40 segment, at least one segment, if not two, um, we're going to go up there with uh, the KNC Masterpiece, our guys, Kevin and Corey, and we're going to open up a box of basketball. Looking forward to it. Collectible Card Club. I'm looking forward to it. I've 
I'm it's a January box and he was here and he said that all the January boxes have golden tickets in it. Yep, yep. So I'm excited to see if maybe those that 80, 80 tops is in there. That would be sweet. Because if it is, we're all gonna fight. We're all gonna, we're gonna fight. <laughs> Who's opening that pack? <laughs> So uh, that's going to be live tonight on Facebook Live. Uh, I'm sure it'll be on Periscope if you're listening to this today, Thursday. Um, it will, it will. Or, you know, go to 103.5 The Fan, the website, yeah. and you can uh, you can listen to check us there, there, too. Yeah, yeah they uh, usually have it streaming or whatever. Exactly. There too. So check us out tonight at 741 yeah. Central Time. Yes, we're going to be in there. PM. Somebody's spinning the wheel. So this is what we're going to do. I don't Have I told you this? I'm worried about the wheel. Right, this is what we're doing. We're going to open the, we're gonna split oh, yeah, the packs up. This is and awesome. We're going to open up three packs apiece because okay. there's 15 packs. Right. Open up three packs apiece, and who can make the best starting lineup? And Hoping the one to hit one of those retro <laughs> Jordans or like something, yeah, something man. like that. So the worst, the worst starting lineup will be spinning the wheel. Ugh, the wheel of de- is what they call wheel of death, wheel of uh, doom, the wheel of misfortune, misfortune. Yeah, knew it's one of those horrible words. Uh, yeah, it's not a good, it's not a good word. It's not a good word. It's not a good word. So is Parker playing with us? I don't know if Parker's playing with us. He better because I want him to lose. Parker had the love you, Parker. Last time we were up there, Parker had the uh, gravy. Oh, in his mouth. I I know. You I had filmed to film it. that. How that did was you? Horrible. Oh God, that was horrible. Well, I just held. The, I got the camera right and yeah. I looked away. Oh, okay. <laughs> makes a lot of sense. I had to. That <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Spewing out of his mouth everywhere. All right, man. Let's jump into these interviews. All three of these interviews are pre-recorded, so I don't. I always want to preface that. I don't want you to think we're doing this live and you guys being upset. Uh, that happens all the time with other stuff. So, uh, pre-recorded interviews. They're a lot of fun. Conrad Thompson, um, Sean Ar- Aronson. And Joseph Rodriguez, back to back to back. And then we're going to come back on the flip side of that with a little bit of Beckett whatevs. There are a few FPPs we need to get into. Yes, and yes, yes. I'm sure we – I'm down. I don't think we uh, – you now with FPPs. I don't think we need to do Super Bowl predictions. I think it's – Oh, we might do it for fun. Okay. All we right. might. Well, all, right. all right, guys. You hang tight. We'll be right back. This is Daryl McKay with Oyo Sports, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back after that quick break. And joining us now is a man that needs no introductions if you listen to podcasts at all. Um, they have one of the best ones out there. It is Conrad Thompson. He uh, is the co-host of What Happened When and uh, Something to Wrestle With with Bruce Pritchard. And today we're going to find out what happened when Conrad Thompson joined the Fat Packs. What's up, Conrad? How are you doing, buddy? <laughs> Hey, man, I appreciate that. That's one heck of an intro. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us, man. Um, so we were, so we're a collectibles, uh, a collectible show. We, we deal mostly with sports cards and uh, baseball cards, football cards, and stuff like that. So my first question to you out of the gate is, when you were a kid growing up, did you, did you collect sports cards at all? Oh, absolutely. It started with uh, baseball cards, I think, like everybody. And then I sort of went through a uh, football card craze, and it felt like all of that changed when Shaquille O'Neal came out and they did that really cool redemption card gimmick. And I just went nuts for basketball cards. And uh, I think everybody our age probably went through that same phase where, you know, baseball cards and football cards and basketball cards, that was life, man. Absolutely. It was for life. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You're speaking my language right there with that Shaq card. It is still life to us. Uh, we, we, obviously, we're working in it now, and it's it's a great fun. But we've been told that you have an impressive wrestling memorabilia collection. Is that true? Is that a true statement? Or is that a rib? Well, 
I don't, I don't know if it's impressive or not, but yeah, I've tried to collect stuff, you know, from everything over the years and, uh, not just wrestling, but you know, boxing and MMA and football and baseball and basketball. I'm a collector. So, you know, I've got everything from Muhammad Ali trunks to Roy Jones, Jr. Gloves to a Ric Flair robe and everything in between. Wow, that's awesome. He's uh he's a man of many uh many martial uh, many many traits, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I was gonna say martial art traits, but that's not fair. That's not fair. So uh how did you get in let's back up and how did you get into to wrestling and mixed martial arts and things like that? Well as a kid my parents, you know, back in the days of uh, video rental stores before right. that was no longer a thing, we would go to the video store on the weekend and rent something to watch and of course they had the gimmicks at the store like you know, rent three, get one free or whatever. And my parents made a trip to visit my grandfather who had moved, I don't know, two and a half, three hours north of us. So we're going to spend the weekend with him. And they decided, hey, here's a, a two-tape set that really counts as one, and it's wrestling. He'll like this. Hmm. It was WrestleMania four, the double cassette tape. Oh, nice. And uh, it, it was like crack to me man it was it, it just got all over me this macho man character and hulk hogan and i was just all in and i was hooked sweet and it's a uh, very similar to the story i have i grew up here in dallas so i got the wccw um every you know we'd go down to the sportatorium and then we'd watch ourselves on saturday nights trying to see ourselves on tv and then Again, with the video, with Blockbuster Video, actually not Blockbuster, it turned into a Blockbuster. It was Video Plus in the town that I grew up in. Uh, Wrestle was it WrestleMania? The one from Vegas, Conrad, help me out. The one from Vegas where Jim Ross is in that horrible toga. Yeah, WrestleMania Nine. There yeah. you go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he knew exactly what I was talking about. That was the first wrestling video I ever rented, and uh, I. I've, I was hooked with, with the Von Erichs, but uh, that that really pulled me into the WWF. Then, I'm guessing uh, being down in the South, you were a Jim Crockett Promotions guy. Well, no, not really. You know, I'm I'm a little too young for that. If I was maybe five or ten years older, I definitely would have been. But you know, that wasn't really a thing. I, I came up in the era of Hulkamania and okay. the Ultimate Warrior and the Macho Man. So the first time I saw Dusty Rhodes, he was wearing polka dots. Ah, that's a horrible Dusty, to get, uh, as you would say, uh, who wrote this shit. And then, right, <laughs> it's uh, that's a horrible Dusty to get hooked on. So, um, how did you get the flare robe? Uh, eBay, my friend. Oh. You can eventually find anything that matters on eBay. It was late 2012. I'm scrolling through uh, eBay from my iPad in a hotel room in Las Vegas, just killing time. And I run across, ta-da, a real Ric Flair robe. Not a replica, not one of those cheap little satin deals that some grandma glued some uh, feathers on <laughs> and she picked up at Hobby Lobby, but a real Ric Flair robe. And uh, I negotiated with that guy for about two or three months. And then in early 2013, I became the proud owner of a, of a Nature Boy robe. That's very cool, that man. That is very cool, man. Paul, you got an eBay story like that? I have a few eBay stories <laughs> like that. I, I get lost. I'm so jealous because I grew up in a house where like wrestling was like mixed, man. We right. couldn't watch it. I just never got into it, so mm. I feel feel left out of these stories, man. Man, I'm telling you, so you guys our age, Paul, you're 40, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm I just turned 37, Conrad. I'm guessing you're around the around that same age. Um, it's, I'm 36. You're yeah. 36. Okay, so. Uh, for us in the South, Paul, it was a, a religion. It was know, an absolute man. religion. 
and it's like football on Friday nights here in Texas. It, it was a you can't miss type thing. So uh, I'm sorry that I did this to you. I, I booked this. I booked Conrad out of my own selfish needs. Really, is what happened. <laughs> but, sorry, I know because you start talking about WrestleMania this and that, and I just look at you like, yeah, man, that, that that's cool. That's okay. So, what are your thoughts on the uh, Royal Rumble, there, Conrad? Well, it feels like it was a huge success, you know, creatively. I know a lot of people are really satisfied this morning. Nakamura got the win, and, of course, Oscar got the win. But the big story, at least to me, is that Ronda Rousey, the biggest signing in the history of the company, is coming in. And uh, I don't think she's coming in part-time. They went out of their way to say that she's coming in full-time. And she pointed out the WrestleMania sign, which leads me to believe that the rumors we've been hearing, that it'll be Charlotte and Oscar and... Um, Naya and uh, Alexa for the title matches, and then Ronda Rousey will probably be in there with a tag partner, uh, either The Rock or maybe Seth Rollins, taking on uh, Hunter and Stephanie at WrestleMania. So it ought to be quite an event, and it'll be a real test for what sort of mainstream appeal that Ronda Rousey has, because you can't imagine that at this point she needs the money. It's a matter of her, you know, sort of, testing her medal as a professional wrestler and i think a lot of fans have thought man i'd like to do that and she's actually doing it but when she does it it gets a lot of attention so we'll see how it goes what are your thoughts about her coming out in the rowdy ronda rousey shirt i mean that's that's a piper thing through and through uh, and i know that she has that piper jacket and she has the connection to him and everything but i mean she's a name big enough i don't think she needs a gimmick like that what, what do you think I don't know why anybody has an issue with it. She's been using it for years in MMA. You know, she came out to the, her UFC theme song. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had called herself Rowdy, Ron, Rowdy Ronda Rousey for nearly 10 years now. Uh, she connected with Piper before his death. Uh, her son, or his son, gave him the jack, gave her the jacket. This has been co-signed by everybody. It doesn't feel like um, any, anything out of order to me. I, I totally get it. I think it makes great sense. Because you're able to appeal to wrestling fans with a shirt and some marketing and a little wrestling tie-in that shows you that, you know, she is a fan and has a little bit of nostalgia, which I think, you know, most wrestling fans are thirsty for, which is probably why I'm even invited on your podcast tonight. <laughs> yes, that's uh, probably a good reason. I got to ask, uh, with, with Ronda Rousey uh, coming to the WWE, tops tops you know baseball cards they have a great working relationship with the wwe and they put out very nice wrestling sets um do you did you have you picked up any tops wrestling cards at all i have not you have uh, not back in the day a long time ago i was able to pick up um some of the old wcw wrestling cards okay and i forget exactly who made them but i know there was the, the yellow version and then there was the black version sure and the black version was really hard to get in uh, prattville alabama where i grew up but <laughs> the yellow version was pretty readily available so i'd go out of my way to pick up that black version whenever i could sweet so what, what i was getting to here is rousey already has a name in ufc and she already has ufc cards i'm wondering how she's going to i, I think the crossover is, is is clear, but how she's going to relate to wrestling fans on on wrestling cards, and I'm sure those first wrestling Ronda Rousey wrestling cards. I'm I'm pretty sure this morning you could probably go to Tops now mm-hmm. and find you a Ronda Rousey Royal Rumble card. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. You know, yeah. she's just that popular that you know folks are going to pick up those Rousey cards, and her first wrestling cards are going to be pretty a pretty big hit in the collectibles market. I would think it, it just makes total sense. 
how was your show? Yeah, how, I, I, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. She's a, she's a needle mover for sure, and and I think you know part of the reason you sign somebody like her is because you know you have that crossover appeal. So right. it makes total sense to me that they're going to try to push it to the limit. Yeah, that makes that makes total and complete sense. Just like she does. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> exactly true. So, um, if for our fans that don't listen to uh, your your two shows, uh, my favorite one is of course something to wrestle with. Um, you guys do a lot of live shows. You had a real big one here recently uh, in Brooklyn. How did that go? I mean, was that just something that if you weren't there, you just kind of missed it? Yeah, I mean, we tape them all, but we're not doing anything with the video. Okay. And we had a couple of special guests. We had uh, Shuley from the Stern Show come out and introduce Oscar from Men on a Mission, who did a little rap for us. Oh, awesome. Uh, and then eventually we invited JBL, who's a pretty controversial figure in professional wrestling and a former world champion and certainly a Hall of Famer. Uh, and then, you know, Eric Bischoff was our special advertised guest. And we let the fans ask some questions at the end of the day using Sam Roberts who uh, came to fame on the Opie and Anthony show, but now has his own show and his own podcast and does some stuff with WWE. So it was quite the happening. And then this past weekend, we were in Philadelphia, and we had another whole host of guests. So we try to make it special and, and some cool little one-off events whenever you get an opportunity to come out and see us. Those I, I call them tour stops. I don't, I don't know if that's fair to say, but, I mean, you and, you and Bruce travel the country, it seems like, doing them together. And they always seem fun. I've not yet to make it out to one. I guess Houston was my closest opportunity. So, uh, selfishly, you guys ever come through Dallas, I'm, I'm going to be there. We did a show in Dallas in June of last year with Tony Schiavone, but I don't know that they're on the WWE pay-per-view tour this year. Right. We try to make our model just to piggyback wherever WWE is going for pay-per-view. We do have some one-offs here or there. The Brooklyn show was uh, simply a case of the Barclays Center inviting us out, and then we... Uh, have another similar opportunity with the NHL coming up in March where the Florida Panthers are going to host the Edmonton Oilers, and we'll do something there too. That, that Brooklyn show, that was like $35 a ticket, and you got a basketball game and the something to wrestle with show. It, that's that's a can't-miss deal, Paul. That sounds good to me. I'm, I'm, I'd be all about <laughs> yeah, it. That was awesome, man. That was awesome. Conrad, uh, what, are, what are your thoughts on uh, the XFL now, with the big announcement last week about the XFL coming back? Uh do you think it has wills this time? Well, you know, I'm, I've sort of uh, decided to just go ahead and make this a hill I'm dying on. This whole this whole <laughs> thing is to, you know, elevate the stock price of WWE. And a lot of people are confused by that and say, oh, it's a separate entity. You can't do that. They don't understand the way of the world. The XFL press conference was put together last week by WWE employees. The production, the graphics, the video packages – uh, all of that was done by WWE employees. So I don't want to hear it's a separate thing. This is all an, an opportunity to grow the stock price. And the announcement coming on Thursday, the Thursday, the first Thursday that we don't have any NFL this entire season, the week before the Super Bowl, the week after the championship games, and you start your weekend with that, and then you finish with Ronda Rousey making her debut. This is all in an effort to elevate the WWE stock price. And the way they'll do this is by going and getting a bigger television rights deal. Uh, The WWE has several income streams, but their biggest, their largest, their most important is television rights. And the UFC's uh, television rights deal is coming to an end with Fox. Mm. They're going to have to renegotiate 
And the rumor and innuendo is they're not going to get nearly the number they hoped for when they sold that company for $4 billion. So in my opinion, Vince comes out and makes this announcement and says, hey, we're going to do it two years from now. I'm not telling you what day or who's doing it or what teams or what the rules are. I'm just telling you I'm doing it. I'm definitely doing it. And that's it. See you in two years. (laughs) And so his TV deal is up in 2019. I think he's doing all of this to persuade Fox to go ahead and bring the WWE over, put Raw on Fox, maybe try to put SmackDown on FX, and put some of the pre-shows on FS1. And oh, by the way, if you take care of me on that, I'll give you first right of refusal for everything that we're going to do with the XFL. And now he has created a leverage situation where he is one of the biggest stars in the world, certainly in the history of the UFC, Ronda Rousey. So there's going to be a little bit of mainstream curiosity there. But oh, by the way, I've also got this other thing where you've been paying exorbitant fees and negotiating with terrorists, essentially, to make a deal to carry the NFL. I can give you access to the XFL, which will be the next best thing and much more affordable. The result will be a unbelievable contract for the WWE's television deal. The perceived value of the company with them having a Fox clearance will be much higher, and it opens the door for Vince McMahon to sell the company. Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody's reporting it. Nobody's writing it. That's what's going to happen. Man, that is a thought-out business plan. He's a he's a smart guy, right? <laughs> he's a smart guy, but if that's really what's going on, that's also genius. That is a, that's genius. Well, you know, no one can say that Vince McMahon isn't a genius. I mean, true, everything true. he touches, you know, seems to work. Maybe with the exception of the XFL the first time, but um, what Conrad just laid out there is a is a smart business plan and. Kudos to you, Conrad, for putting that all together. I wouldn't have been able to do that. That's uh, some fine work on your part, sir. Well, you know, you just start to see things like they're cutting pyro, and, Mm. you know, they're upset about guys having to come in a day early and covering a second hotel room, and there's sort of an unofficial hiring freeze there now, and some of the people who are coming in, who are coming back, rather, are coming back for much less money than you may have ever imagined. And all of that lends itself to, hey, we're trying to keep our costs low. Well, when when do companies, billion-dollar companies, all of a sudden care about an extra night at a $150 hotel? I see, yeah. They care about that stuff right before they sell right. because they're trying to make their books look as strong as possible. So you just put all of these little moving parts together, and you come up with what a lot of people think is a tinfoil hat theory. But I don't believe that anybody just comes out and, and makes a statement like, Hey, I'm going to do something two years from now. I'm not going to tell you with who or how or when or where. I mean, where, where can we watch the games? But he didn't say, hey, tune in on Fox, because he doesn't know. Right. He's doing this, so people will say, hey, we want that too. Oh, well, take care of me on this other deal. The, the one hand washes the other. I don't think this is that complicated, but for whatever reason, the media is losing their heads saying, oh, it, he he announced the XFL last time, and NBC came calling. That's what happened. Yeah, and something like that will happen here. And it's a perfect time too, because NFL has lost a lot of its momentum and its yeah. steam with all the things that are going on. To be able to put a, a football product out there is, yeah. is genius right now. That's that's good stuff. Absolutely, that's good stuff. Conrad, let's get back to wrestling for a minute. Um, I know you're a huge mark just like me. So what what are some of your favorite matches uh, that you've that you've witnessed in person? Like, give me like three of them. The greatest show I ever saw in person, without question, is One Night Stand 2005. 
Uh, I think you could put that live experience up against any of them. But I've seen a lot of good, you know, WrestleMania moments in the last few years. I've been going every year since 30. Mm -hmm. And Hulk Hogan and Stone Cold and The Rock being in the ring at the same time was one heck of a way to start it. Right in the middle was something nobody ever thought we would see when Brock Lesnar beat the streak. And then we ended the show with Daniel Bryan having his moment that most people predicted wouldn't happen even just a few months prior to that. And the Yes movement was there. It, It felt like the best show that WWE could possibly put on at the time. So I'm going to say the two best that I've seen overall are One Night Stand and that One Night Stand 2005 and WrestleMania 30. Sweet. That, that, I can't argue those. I weren't. I wasn't there for those. But I, what the shows I've seen live, like on my list, is Kerry uh, uh, Von Erich and Rick uh, Rick Flair the Iron Man match at the David Von Erich uh, Memorial at Texas Stadium. That was amazing. Um, most of mine would be WCCW things, I think. Uh, WrestleMania 32 here in Dallas. Um, Shane jumping off the cell onto Taker. That was Shane coming back doing insane stuff that Shane does that no one else, you know, really. He was the first guy to go coast to coast that I can remember. And then um, I just think that also that same weekend, uh, NXT uh, TakeOver Dallas, that was a great show. And speaking of NXT, NXT Takeover, the, the show in Philly this weekend wasn't bad either. Did you did you happen to catch that? No, I was at the ECW Arena getting ready for our live show. Okay, but I'll get a chance to catch it one day this week. I, I I dug it. It was it was a lot of fun. It was uh, my son is at the eight. He he's seven and he's not really into sports cards and he's not really he's he's big into Legos, but he's starting to come around on wrestling. And I'm having a lot of fun watching these old, watching the net, the network with him, showing him some, a bunch of old matches that I really liked, and then he's really into the new stuff. So uh, he's he's a big big NXT fan, and I'm having fun doing that with him. Paul, your kids aren't into wrestling, are they? No, no, not at all. I've never man, seen a wrestling match live. You've never been to a wrestling <laughs> match a wrestling live? Match, oh my no. goodness, man! You, no, we grew up without it, and then by the time I hit. The time where I could be able to go, I just never was into it. So I just never been. Oh man, never been. My kids do karate. Okay, is that well, close? There you go. <laughs> hey Conrad, let's plug your uh, let's plug the the Bruce Pritchard uh, t shirt store t t shirt store at Pro Wrestling Tees. What's your favorite t shirt on there, man? Well, my favorite t shirt over at BrucePritchard dot com is probably one of the new ones. You know, we've made a running joke about. You know, who's your favorite and what's your favorite? And he always says top five. Mm -hmm. But it's gotten to a point now where we've done enough shows where he's got 58 people in his top five. Mm -hmm. So we've got one of those. We've got the Dude, Dude, Dude fanny pack. We've got lots of fun shirts. Maybe my favorite is still um, the Wiz Awful His House shirt. Yes. Because I'm from Alabama and we like Waffle House down here. (laughs) So check out all the silliness. Over at BrucePritchard.com. Uh, n- no yop. That's my favorite one. Uh, the, the, that's just hilarious. And I was listening to the your podcast a couple weeks ago, uh, and you, um, they couldn't get a picture with Moss. Uh, he wouldn't. He wouldn't stand. He didn't like the shirt. So that was pretty funny. The Wiz Awful, his uh, his house is awesome as well. And the Duke 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 fanny pack is now that came from Michael. That's a Michael Hayes thing, right? Yeah, Michael Hayes has a distinctive walk mm-hmm. and a distinctive look. And one of the writers from WWE once said that if his walk made a noise, it would be doot, doot, doot. So <laughs> that just sort of grew throughout the office. And we made a joke of it on the podcast and then decided, hey, 
we should take his old Bad Street USA style shirt, mm-hmm. and instead of saying Bad Street USA, let's make it say Doot Doot Doot. And we did, <laughs> and people dug it. Of course, Michael Hayes is most famous for wearing fanny packs, even in 2018. Mm-hmm. He didn't start wearing it because it's back in fashion. He wore it all the way through <laughs> since the last time it was in fashion. Um, and now we've got a doot, doot, doot fanny pack, and a lot of the boys from WWE have it. It's over-the-top silly fun at BruceBritchard.com. It's uh, it's a lot of fun over there, Paul, if you haven't gone over there. Boom, even, that sounds awesome. Even for someone who doesn't watch wrestling, you would you would love this stuff. All right, all right I'm checking it out right because, now. Because, you know, well, you know, you know. Yeah, I know. That, okay. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> awesome. Um, Conrad, uh, we'll wrap things up here pretty quick, but I just got to know also – have you is there has there been a wrestler that you've uh, had an interaction with that like kind of blew you away like you really you were impressed with him growing up or or maybe just someone you admired that you finally got to meet is there a story like that man there's tons of stories like that you know the first time I met Steve Austin or the Undertaker or the Rock or Hulk Hogan but you know obviously the coolest to me was Ric Flair I grew up as a huge fan and it was uh, a dream come true to finally get to meet him. And then, what do you know, we hit it off and became friends. And the rest is sort of history now. But the the first time you meet Vince McMahon, it's a lot like shaking Walt Disney's hand. Uh, it's, it's pretty surreal to know that this one person was such a big part of your childhood. Because he wasn't just one of the characters in front of the screen. He was the guy who created them all. And... Uh, meeting Vince McMahon as a one-off in 2015 is about as cool as it gets. That's a that'd be a pretty cool thing to do, man. Yeah, that would be. You can't get much higher than that, That's right? Legit. That's <laughs> legit. Now, uh, I got to be completely honest with you, sir. Part of booking you for this show, aside from personal uh, wantings, was to try to get Tony Schiavone on the show. We know that he's a big baseball card guy. You co-host a show with him. What are the chances you put in a good word for us? The chances I mention it are 100. The chances he does it are around 10. Oh. Um, just because Tony Schiavone has 14 jobs. Right, he does. an exaggeration. So if you guys were going to be free to tape on a random Thursday at 1 a.m., then there's a good <laughs> shot. But I, it's like herding cats just to get our podcast out. So to schedule another one for him right here when uh, basketball season is running hard right. might be difficult. But yeah, at some point in the future, I'm sure we can make it happen. It'll just be, you know, Tuesday morning at 2 a.m. Okay. Hey, I'm awake. I'm awake. Let's yeah, do it I'm awake. Let's do All it. right. Man. A, a, a quick story from that podcast. Uh, Conrad is responsible for bringing Tony back into the wrestling side okay. of things, right? Okay. So um, if you if you guys haven't checked check out uh, – checked out – uh, what happened when it's a great show as well uh, highly recommend both of them uh, get over to brucepritchard.com and get your t-shirts it's a f- it's a fun little site to check out do 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 and then of course uh, follow conrad thompson at hey hey it's conrad on twitter and you will not be disappointed i highly recommend it so sir thank you very much for hanging out with us today thank you for your time and before you get out of here is there anything that you would like a plug like to plug well, I'd like to mention that now is a great time to go ahead and refinance with SaveWithBruce.com. We have some silliness over there where Bruce Pritchard and I try to help wrestling fans save money. But if you're more uh, legit, then come on over to 1FMC.com, especially if you've got a home equity line of credit. All of a sudden, Trump's tax law has made it to where the interest you pay on a home equity loan is no longer tax deductible. That is a major, major change for a lot of folks. 
Most home equity lines of credit are an adjustable rate, and they also have a balloon payment after about 10 years. Uh, so over the next year, your rate's going to go up, and then eventually you're still going to owe exactly what you borrowed because you've very likely just been paying interest only this entire time. But now maybe worst of all, you can't even write the interest off. So if you've got a home equity line of credit, it's important that you give us a call. Let us run the numbers. We're at 888-425-0105, or you can get a quick quote right now at 1FMC.com. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you very much for that. Guys, go check him out. Let him help you out with your money because uh, that's important. I know right now it's important for everybody. everybody absolutely. You need some extra money, Paul? I do, man, because i got to buy this T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's awesome. All right, man. Uh, thank you very much, sir, for joining us on the Sparty Hot Cash Hotline today. And you, sir, are welcome back anytime. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right, buddy. Have a good one. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Chris from Buck City Break, and you're listening to the Fat Packs on Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back after that quick break. I hope you enjoyed Conrad Thompson. He is, uh, again, my favorite podcaster out there. He's uh, maybe because it's wrestling. That's probably it's what it is. It's, it's because it's wrestling. But uh, he, he, so, so I got him on the show, and we're going to try to get Tony Schiavone on uh, to talk his baseball card collection. But speaking of baseball, we have a, a great, great guest lined up for you right now, uh, Sean Aronson of the St. Paul Saints, who has his own podcast, by the way. I'll let him tell you about that. Awesome, awesome. But, um, Sean, how you doing, man? Thanks for joining us. I'm doing great. You know, it's it's Super Bowl week uh, in general, but it's Super Bowl week here in the Twin Cities, so people going absolutely crazy around here that all eyes are finally focused on the state of Minnesota. You know, they call it flyover country, and, and people never pay attention to Minnesota, but for one week, all eyes locked here. That's awesome, man. So it's crazy, crazy energy, crazy buzz around there, huh? Yeah, you know, and it's it's amazing. I think uh, Minnesotans in general, which which I am not originally from here, but have been here for eleven years. I think Minnesotans are are going to be at their most passive aggressive as they've ever been in their lives with Eagles fans here this week because <laughs> you know it was it was them who were you know. Vikings fans were hoping it was going to be them that were in the Super Bowl, and it's not. And they got uh, they got whooped up on by the Eagles, and so they're gonna they're gonna have to hold their tongues for the next week. It's gonna be hard. But there's a lot of Patriot fans now in Minnesota. I bet so too. <laughs> there, there are. Let, let me tell you something. <laughs> if you wanted people to root for the Patriots, which again because they've been so great, you know, a lot of people aren't, aren't Patriots fans. They they usually root against them. But I'm pretty sure the entire state of Minnesota are Patriots fans for the week. <laughs> That's awesome. I think there are like. A hundred percent odds that that Eagles um, hotel gets gets the alarm pulled by oh, some sure. random like Vikings fan. <laughs> That's gonna happen. No right. doubt. No doubt. This morning, I was listening to the the radio coverage uh, here in Dallas from up there. Everybody's at the Mall of America because it's so yep. damn cold. I think it was seven degrees, uh, and I think the high on Thursday is going to be eight. What are you guys doing up there? How do you live like that? Yeah, I've been asking myself that for eleven years every winter. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I actually, I came here, so I'm originally from Southern California, but Minnesota is the fifth state I've lived in, and I moved here from Fort Myers, you know, 11 years ago, and I spent four years in Fort Myers, and when I moved here, people were like, why are you moving here from, from Fort Myers? You're crazy. You're out of your mind. And I've been asking myself that exact same thing, seriously, every single year. It's brutal. Like, summer, summer's like six weeks long here, okay? They, they really, they, they've got two seasons. It's winter for like 
10 months and then a little <laughs> bit of like spring and, and summer mixed in but but that's it it's it's crazy around here. and i know minnesotans that you know look they're very protective of their state they, they get mad when people talk about the weather but but seriously the, the truth is for the entire like year nobody ever talks about minnesota right like you hear how cold it is in chicago or on the east coast or whatever and minnesota gets forgotten about and it could be minus 20 well for one week for one week they're going to focus on the weather around here and minnesotans are going to be mad because they're going to complain about how bad the weather is so be careful what you ask for i mean really that's awesome that's, that's awesome funny. Well, before we get into baseball talk do you have a pick for this uh this upcoming super bowl uh, I'm, I'm a guy that roots for history, so I, I mean, I'd love to see the Patriots win just to have Brady add to to you know his legacy. I, I'm a guy that roots for history. I, again, I'm not from Minnesota, but I was rooting for the Vikings because you know first time that a team could play in their home stadium, I thought that would have right. been cool. Super cool. Uh, but I think the I, I think it's another close game. I think the, the Patriots have proven anything in the Super Bowl. It's they win by you know some miraculous. Last second outcome, so I'll go. Uh, I'll go twenty four twenty one Patriots. All right, nice. Go. That's a that's a good game. I'd be yeah. excited for that. Yeah, most people. Well, look, if you have no if you have no dog in the fight, you just want it to be good, right? Right. I mean, the, Absolutely. The, the NFC Championship game was was over at halftime. It was terrible. Right. Uh, so you you just want you just want a good game and and something a little bit memorable. So you know, I'll, I'll go for a close game. All okay. Right. There we go. We'll Fair take enough. It. We'll take it. So let's talk about the Saints, man. Um, yeah. You've been there for 11, 11 seasons. Yeah. Uh, we were we were, in our research. You guys are just an awesome organization. You've won basically organization of the year three years in a row. Yes, that's, yeah, they, that's uh, awesome. I'm hoping that at some point they just name the award after us, and then other teams <laughs> in the league can can get the award. Um, no, it's great. You know, I, we we joke. So the the ballpark that we're in is is three years old. We moved into CHS Field three years ago, and we joke that we inherently became smarter smarter when we got a new ballpark like all of a sudden we're geniuses now because we've got this new ballpark and and we uh were over capacity almost every single night and we're the number one drawing team in all of minor league baseball when it comes to percent capacity so uh, i mean seriously if people always ask well how do you guys do it and we were successful before the new ballpark but i tell people build a new ballpark and that's what happens i mean you just become smarter so if you build it they they will will come come. that's that's, that's, that's like (laughs) It's true around here. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. It's it's very true around here. So uh, I think we averaged uh, about 8,400 people last year per game. The ballpark seats 7,200. So mm-hmm. we were at a 115 percent capacity, and we've been there uh, at that at that pace ever since we moved in three years ago. Like I said, number one in all of minor league baseball. So it's like 250 some odd teams in terms of percent capacity the last three years. What are you guys doing to fill the stadium like that? Is it is it stadium giveaways? Is it the food? Is it is it the ball? Is it the baseball? What is it? Uh, I mean, I like to think it's the play-by-play broadcaster, yeah, but I'm course. biased. Okay. Uh, Absolutely. You know, that, that, that's just me. Um, no, you know, it's uh, number one, it, it's the Saints' name and cachet and, and what we're all about. You know, it's I, I, I tell people it's controlled chaos that goes on around here mm-hmm. that the baseball is almost secondary. Yeah, there's a baseball game going on on the field, but so many people are invested in the promotions and the antics and everything else that we do that, you know, you don't need to go to the movies or to the theater or, you know, whatever it is, the zoo. Uh, I mean, people have called this place a zoo plenty of times. So, right. uh, you know, it, it's it's just the entertainment value that we bring to people the second they step through the gates and, and they can bring their kids, they can bring the grandparents, they can bring whoever, and everybody's going to have a good time. You know, when one of your partial owners is Bill Murray, it comes <laughs> along with the, uh, the chaos. With the chaos, right? <laughs> Do you have it, any? It's true. Yeah. Do you have any good Bill Murray stories for us? Um. Well, so 
I have a well, it's not a horrific story. I'm <laughs> overstating it, but I've had him on the broadcast with me one time before. That's it. So in the 11 years I've been here, he's he's agreed to go on the broadcast with me once, and he's not a guy that does a lot of media. Correct. Right, and right. my very first question to to Bill was, "So, how'd you get started with the Saints?" Now. I know the story, but I was trying to lead him into, you know, just getting us started and getting set up. And I'll never forget, he looks at me, he pauses, and he says, well, you've clearly done your homework. Oh, no. And I was like, I was like, this, and you got to understand Bill. Like, Bill is, he is not stand-up comedian funny, right? Like, he doesn't do sets and things like that. Correct. He's just... He's just very off the cuff. He's very improvisa- improvisational, um, all this stuff, and that's that's what he was doing. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't trying to be rude or anything. He was just very dry <laughs> and whatever. But I didn't know this, right? This was my, my like my second year in St. Paul, and I was like, oh, oh my god, I've got to continue from this moment. So oh. uh, we we went, but but it was funny. It was the All Star game. We were hosting the All Star game, and we have this thing in the seventh inning where we throw peanuts outside. The window. So you're singing, take me out to the ball game, and you throw peanuts. Well, he had come up in the top of the seventh inning to do this interview, and in the bottom of the seventh inning, he's throwing peanuts out with, with me and everybody else. And then he just took whatever was not nailed down into the broadcast booth and started throwing it out. Like, oh, no. I, like, I, I had, like, my dinner in there, and he was throwing my dinner out the window. He, whatever was in there, he was throwing out. Thankfully, he didn't throw out my, my computer or anything like that. The, the stands are so close that you could reach up to the broadcast booth. I mean, they, they, the broadcast booth was in the back of the stands, basically. So this woman reaches up to try and, you know, just get a little piece of Bill. Bill took my duct tape and duct taped her to the wall. Like, took her <laughs> arm and duct taped her to the wall. No so, way! Yeah, so, like, these are things that, that Bill does, you know, when he's here. But, I mean, the, the best moments about Bill are when... He gets here before the game. He takes batting practice with the team. Nice. Uh, he, he'll spend some time in the dugout or the clubhouse with the guys. He he loves baseball that much that he loves those quiet moments when you know nobody's around and he can just get into the cage and take some hacks. And there's something so pure about that. Um, you know, and the, and the the eyes of the world aren't on Bill Murray at that moment. He, he's just out there just being a kid again. He, he's going like full blown. Uh, no, what no, Caddyshack, you know, just out there. <laughs> That's funny. No, I mean, he, he's, he's great. And, and all the players will come up to him and be like, hey, can I get a photo? And, and I think he respects what these guys are doing, that they have this dream. you got to remember, we're an independent ball club, and mm-hmm. a lot of these guys were in affiliated ball and, and got released, or, or some of these guys were, you know, fresh out of college and weren't drafted. And I think he respects that. So, you know, when they ask for photos, I think there's that mutual respect between the two, and, and he's got no problem doing it. And he'll do it with our fans, too, but... You know, if you surround him, I mean, if, if there's like a group of like a hundred people that surround him, he, I mean, seriously, he he gets shy at that point, and sure. he'd rather not do that. So th- there's a way there's a way to handle Bill if if you want a, a photo or to talk to him, and there's a way not to, and, and you learn after watching it over the course of time. Yeah, I, have you ever seen it? Have you ever seen it, Paul, like that? Like. I know enough from watching Bill in other situations oh, yeah, that you absolutely. just like you just don't do it. But yeah. he's there's also the Bill Murray that will go into a bar in Austin on on Sixth Street and and yep. jump behind the bar and serve liquor, right? So, yep. <laughs> or just throw random things out the window. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. there's two sides. To, there's kind of two sides to everybody. So, right. Um, yeah. But yeah, when you have that that fame and you've earned that that right to 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 be that celebrity, you know, you kind of 
they they do have the right to to, to be that way on some sure. level. You know, they don't they don't have to cater to everybody who wants an autograph or, right. or wants you know. I can imagine that well, just being annoying. <laughs> no, but but you guys hit it on the head. You, you got to. He loves doing the unexpected. Like for him, he he realizes people will take more joy and pleasure out of the unexpected that Bill Murray does than if you expect him to do something. And, sure. and that's that's what he loves. He loves seeing that joy and just shock and awe on people's faces when when he just pops up out of the middle of nowhere or like you said he just gets behind a bar and starts you know serving alcohol again he's not stand-up comedian funny he's very improvisational funny and that's what, how he got his start and and that's how he carries through today as a I'm not, i don't want to make this bill murray centric no but, that's okay but uh yeah. as a as a kid we had um we were we were uh, latchkey kids, so we had a, a VHS tape that had a recording of Baby Boomers on it and Stripes, <laughs> Baby Boomers and Stripes back to back. I would watch yeah. Stripes reli- almost on a daily basis. I love sure. Stripes. I love Bill Murray, and I think it's a great thing that he's a part of this organization. He's ha- he has his own uh, his own Facebook series now about traveling to minor league baseball teams and. Uh, he yep. he loves baseball and he loves what he does. Let's talk about the players because you mentioned some of those. Now I think the obvious big players, you Jack Morris getting into the Hall of Fame this year, and yep. you know Daryl Strawberry. Those are the two biggest names. But what are some of the other names that have come through St. Paul? Yeah, so uh, JD Drew was here um, awesome. again. A lot of these guys were were before me. Uh, Tanner Shepherds, who who pitched for the, for the Texas Rangers, so. Sure. So down in, in, in kind of your neck of the woods in Texas over there, he, he pitched for us. You know, he had some problems contract-wise and couldn't come to agreement, and so he wound up pitching for us for, for a little bit. Uh, Caleb Thielbar, who pitched for the Twins for a couple of years, pitched for us. Um, it, uh, you know, we've, we've had a, a number of guys. I think the, the last count was 21 guys that have gone on to the major leagues from, you know, from us. And, you know, like you said, Kevin Millar got yeah. his start with the Saints uh, He before he was anybody. 1993, the very first year of the Saints, Millar, uh, fresh out of you know, college in, in Texas and, and came, came to us and, and played here for a full year and then got you know, uh, signed by the Marlins and, and his career took off. And, I mean, I, maybe you guys know the story. I don't know if your, your listeners do, but last year, 2017, Millar made a return to the Saints. We were we were honoring our 25-year history. There's this famous photo, or at least famous for us, of of Millar and Bill Murray sitting on a couch, just kind of looking out yonder. And so we recreated that into a, a bobblehead, and oh, we asked nice. Millar to come back. And Millar said, "Sure." And then he said, "Hey, I would love to get into a game and 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 play or taking it bad or whatever." So we ran it by the league. It was a real game. And the league said, sure, but he can only have one at bat. You know, you, well, we don't want him playing the whole game or whatever. Right. And so he came up to bat, and the second pitch he saw, he homered. Oh, and oh, it was yeah, It was one of the most incredible moments that I have ever witnessed because here's a guy that's, you know, eight years removed from his last game. He's 46, 47 years old, and – he and he he de- he described it perfectly. He got he got the first pitch fastball was low, and then the second pitch he said, "I'm looking out," and the pitcher shakes off, and he said, I, and he's like, he's shaking off to the heater, and so he just <laughs> he just cheated on fastball, got fastball, and crushed it over the left field wall, probably I don't know three seventy three eighty. Wow. I mean, he, he got it good, and I, I told him afterwards because he came on the broadcast in like the fifth inning of the ball game. I said, you know what? I prepared for every single moment of what could happen when you step to the plate, including more times than not you striking out. But, uh, 
but a home run was not one of them. Like that was, and 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 the call, you know, took off. It's it's all over the place. If anyone ever wants to go find it, they can type in Kevin Millar, St. Paul Saints home run. Uh, but but literally, as a broadcaster, you're you're just shocked. You can't believe that that something like that just happened. And it was it's one of the most memorable moments in my 17 years as a broadcaster. Very nice. That is awesome, man. Kevin Millar, he's a Red Sox legend now. Oh, I mean, absolutely. He's just, yeah. Just, wow. Getting getting back home and hitting that home run. That would be cool, man. Into and, to, and to, for the league to be able to accommodate that was really sure. cool too, you know, because right. they yeah. could have just been like, "No rules are rules. Sorry, we have to keep it this way." Blah blah blah. But that's awesome that they were able to make that accommodation for them. Well, you know, there there are times where you sort of ask for things, and and look, we fully admit we played with an illegal player. You can only have a certain amount of what they call veterans on a team, and you can only have a certain amount of guys on your roster. And he put us over on both occasions by by one guy. But the team we played against that that night, they they were okay with it. Everybody was okay with it. I think until he homered, which 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 truthfully at at the end of the game, I think we won by it was a two run homer, and I believe we won by by two runs oh, or something geez. like that. So it actually proved to be you know kind of the difference in the game. Um, so it it worked out in our benefit, and I think everybody was like we never nobody saw that happening, so they couldn't have imagined it, and it did. You know, it's really the pitcher's fault. He shouldn't have checked. He shouldn't have checked <laughs> he should, out of that. He should go. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're pitching. He should have just like, high and tight the whole time. <laughs> yeah, right. And well, everybody asked, "Well, did he groove it? Did he groove it?" Was you know? But here's the thing, and he didn't. But even if he did, do you know how hard it is for for anyone to just homer on call like that? It's so hard. It sure. Was, it was a magical moment, especially so. being out of the league for so long. I mean, you know, he's no spring chicken anymore up there. Right, that ball yeah. that, that, that far, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Now, now Sean, we are a collectible show, so I want to ask about uh, your stadium giveaways. Uh, sure. you, you mentioned uh, bobbleheads. Do you guys do uh, like a team set or anything like that for for your guys come, for your fans coming in who maybe collect Saint Saint Paul Saints cards or m- more more bobbleheads or hat giveaways? What are you guys doing? Yeah, so I mean, you name it, we we do it. Obviously, the 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 bobbleheads are are the most popular. Last year, we did a a set honoring our 25th anniversary. So we did an Isla Borders bobblehead, and Isla Borders was the first ever female to play in professional baseball. She pitched for the St. Paul Saints back in 1996. Um, we did the you know the the Millar Murray uh, bobblehead. Um, you know, so so we've done those before. This year, uh, so. Our mascot is a pig. Now, we have two pigs, one the actual furry mascot and mm-hmm. one a live pig. So, yeah. as you guys alluded to it, uh, Alternative Fats, F-A-T-S, was our pig last Best year. Best name ever. And, Best name and, ever. And so we are building something this year called Monument Pork. So <laughs> taken, taken away, taken out of, uh, you know, the Yankees book of Monument Park. And, and so we're, we're calling it Monument Pork, where we're going to honor, uh, I think it's going to be three pigs from our 25-year history and, and place them in Monument Pork. And with that, we're going to do a bobblehead of, I don't know if it's going to be all of them or, or one of them, but we're going to do a bobblehead of uh, this pig. And, and for people that are not familiar, we have a real live pig that delivers baseballs to the umpires every year, and our fans get to choose the name. So they, uh-huh. they'll submit you know, a couple thousand names, and then we'll narrow it down and, and select the best one. And uh, you know, we've had, uh, you know, different names that are related to uh, things that are going on in, in, in the world or, or whatever we feel is relevant. And, uh, you know, last year with the phrase alternative facts at right. the time of the election being so big, alternative facts uh, won and, and, you know, was, you know it, it got us a whole lot of publicity. So we do that. We do the team card set, team card set giveaway as well. 
um, within that card set, not just the players, but uh, we have a card for the pig. We have a card for the, the furry mascot. We have, um, you know, all that sort of stuff. I think the first year we did one, uh, when we moved into the ballpark here, we had one of the ballpark. So uh, we try to be a little bit creative w- with that as well. Um, but, you know, we also try to come up with some 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 crazy and, and different giveaways, you know, either related to the promotions that we do or, um, you know, whatever it may be. So, you know, the big thing in minor league baseball last year was every team changed their name, right? So they either changed it for the season or they changed it, you know, for a game or whatever. And so we decided to poke a little fun at, at our own establishment. Uh, you know, minor league baseball teams were doing this left and right. And so we came up with an April Fool's joke last year saying that the St. Saint Paul Saints were changing their name every single night during the home season. So it was called <laughs> 50 Names, 50 Games. And we literally came up with 50 different names that we were going to be called. Now, it was a joke, but it people loved it so much that they said, you guys should do this on one night. So we put it to a vote. We let people, uh, you know, choose what they wanted. And Duck, Duck, Gray Duck, um, <laughs> which for people not familiar, uh, they instead of Duck, Duck, Goose here in Minnesota, they played Duck, Duck, Gray Duck. Right. So we were called Duck, Duck, Gray Ducks for one night. The opposing team, we changed their name to Duck, Duck, Goose. And then we gave away T-shirts that, that said, you know, Gray Duck and, and Goose on it. Um, you know, so... <laughs> So some things like that just come out of, uh, you know, just out of nowhere organically. But we try to, we try to, you know, be creative. We've done T-shirts with Bill Murray on it before, um, honoring him. And, uh, yeah, so we, we try to do different things. And, and we try to come up with wacky things as well. Paul, I don't – I know you have a vote here, but I'm going to take the vote. I'm going to say that the new official minor league baseball team of the Fat Packs is the St. Saint Paul Saints. Uh, anything with alternative <laughs> fats is Al- awesome. Alternative fats, I have to I'm have I'm looking a, on eBay right now trying to find a card. I'm trying to figure fats. out how to get a pin card. I am right <laughs> That's now. That's awesome. We, we might have some. I, I might even have some of my desk here. Of uh, Actually, matter of fact, I do. I literally just opened my desk. I have a pack from last year. <laughs> Alternative Fats is the uh, top card on the deck. Nice. Uh, so if you guys want one, uh, you know, off air, you can you can give me a, an address and I'll, I'll send you a pack of cards with Alternative Fats on it. That, that would be fantastic. Brilliant. That, I, I that love just it. made my life. Yeah, it's so great. <laughs> it's so great. It's the little things in life, right? It, it, it is, is the little things. It is for sure. But let's talk about something big, man, because you guys, I want to know how your uh, your groundskeeper Nick Baker is is handling the snow slide that you guys got going on. Is he like losing his mind? Let me tell you this about Nick. First of all, the, the guy is a, an award-winning uh, groundskeeper. Uh, he is tremendous. But but he he was, I guess, mentally prepared for this. And nothing can get worse than what we did this past season, okay? So okay. snow slide, whatever. We decided we were going to do a twister night out here at the ballpark, oh, right? My. Twister was actually created here in Minnesota. A Minnesotan okay. came up with it. And so... The, I think, 50th anniversary was actually in 2016, so we, so we missed it. But in the, in the offseason before 2017, we were like, let's do a twister night. Okay, great. Now, what do we do for a twister night? And in our promotions meeting, someone came up with the brilliant idea of painting the entire outfield in a twister board. No. Now, you say this wow. in January, and you do it in August. But in January, you're like, oh, that sounds like a great idea. Well, when the day rolls around and you have to paint the entire outfield in a twister board, it started after the game one night, so and it, which happened to be the, the fastest game of the season, two hours, 13 minutes. Okay. That's at quick. 9. Thank 15, goodness. At, yeah, at 9.15 that night, our, grounds crew, our groundskeeper and a bunch of people from the front office, the 
uh, Minnesota Twins groundskeeper, the University of Minnesota's groundskeeper, and the Minnesota Vikings groundskeeper. So there's about 40 of us. Mm-hmm. Painted the outfield in twister dots. Wow. 56,000 twister dots. It took nine hours to paint the entire field, so from about 9.15 at night till about uh, 6.30 the next morning. Oh, my. And we played that night's game. So this was a Monday night. We painted it into Tuesday morning. Tuesday night, we played the game on the twister board. Mm. And then Tuesday after the game, everybody that was left in attendance came down on the field to play the largest game of twister. So <laughs> that, was the, that was the precursor for Nick Baker to have a giant slide built from our second level down onto the field with snow on the field. Nothing will get worse than painting 56,000 twister dots and ruining basically his field, and now you have this slide. So did, this is this is a piece of cake for him. Did you guys, like, buy Nick? Does he... He never has to buy another drink, right? You guys got him covered on that, right? Um, actually, what, what we did is we paid for all his therapy sessions. Oh, um, okay. So, you know, that's uh, we, we found that to be fair. And, and maybe alcohol for him is his therapy session. I don't okay. know, but, but he's covered on that front. Paul, uh, I'm looking at the, the team's website right now. And uh, on the Organization of the Year Award, it has the twister dots on the background. And there's people laying down on the field playing twister. They better oh, play. They better enjoyed every they last better have minute of that Twister fun. game because yeah. that was a lot of work went into that. That is a whole lot of work. That is incredible. I feel sorry for Mr. Baker. Now, uh, what's the slide cost? What do you guys like? What, what's a ticket cost to come in and go down the slide? I'm asking because I we actually have some fans of our show sure. up there this week, and I'm, I've been telling them, hey, you need to go down this slide. So, how do they get a ticket to go down the slide? All the details. Yeah, so you can go to saintsbaseball.com, S-A-I-N-T-S, baseball.com, and just click on buy tickets. You have to purchase an hour block. So for $10 okay. for adults, $5 for kids, you can slide for an entire hour as many times as you can get up and down that, that slide. Nice. And uh, not only that, we've got, an, we've got a man-made ice fishing pond in the ballpark as well. Boom. Uh, it's uh, 26 feet by 19 feet, stocked with 150 pounds of rainbow trout. And you can, whatever you catch, you get to take home. Uh, if you don't want to take it home, there's, a, there's literally a restaurant right across the street from the ballpark that will, uh, I guess, kill the fish for you or, or whatever <laughs> and fillet it and cook it for you right there. So you can, you can literally catch, walk across the street, and they will cook it for you, and you can eat it right there all in one fell swoop. So if you're not from here and you happen to be out of town um, and you're looking for a good dinner for $5, $5 for 10 minutes, Whatever you catch, you can keep. Now, they're going to charge you at the restaurant whatever they charge. But uh, for 5 bucks, you can catch whatever rainbow trout you have. We provide the bait and the poles. Uh, it's just a winter wonderland around here for, uh, for the next couple of weeks. That's great. That's awesome. <laughs> restaurant, re- bring yeah. your own rainbow trout. I remember hearing a story a few years ago about Alex Rodriguez when he was playing for the Yankees would like try to get into these New York restaurants with his own fish so they could cook it for him, oh, and they nice. wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do it. <laughs> but you can go to Minnesota, Minnesota catch yeah. you a rainbow trout, and have See, it filleted up just across like the street. Just like he said, everybody's overlooking Minnesota. They yeah. can't overlook Minnesota anymore. This is, this well, is, not at all. This is rapidly becoming my favorite interview ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if you had gotten tickets, which, which they're sold out for, um, but you could have ziplined across the Mississippi Rivers. Like in Minneapolis, they've oh, got wow. the zipline over there that they built for – for this week, uh, actually, I think for, for a couple of weeks, but they sold out within an hour. Uh, oh, of, wow. I, I don't know how many they sold. I think it was like 30000 or something like that. But within an hour, they sold out. But you can literally zip line across the Mississippi River, um, and I think it's like a 30-second uh, zip line across. So the, the state or the Twin Cities themselves tried to do as much as they could 
uh, with all eyes on them for, for this week. Because let's be real, and I think the state of Minnesota knows this, this is going to be the, the last Super Bowl that, that they probably host. I mean, right, mm-hmm. the, the last time they hosted it was, what, 93, I think it yeah, was, at the Metrodome. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it took until uh, a new stadium in 2018 to, to get another one. So, you know, if it does come back here, it's going to be quite a while. This is not Miami. This is not Los Angeles. This is not Arizona where, you know, you're going to be on some sort of rotation. Um, you know, it's, it's not that. So uh, people are trying to do everything that they can to, uh, you know, showcase the state of Minnesota and, and have people that come here embrace it and not just think of it as this frozen tundra of a place. Although it will be, but, you know, <laughs> dress warmly. Zip lining in the air. Uh-huh. For however long uh-huh. in eight degree weather doesn't not, sound yeah, appealing. It doesn't sound fun. <laughs> it does not sound appealing. It doesn't sound fun. But you know what is fun <laughs> is. Uh, but they sold out. Yeah, so. they sold out. They sold out. Yeah. All right, uh, man. Tell us. Tell us. Uh, now we mentioned it earlier. You have you have your podcast. I yeah. checked it out. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, the voice behind the voices. Did I get that right? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. you got it right. Uh, so this was an idea that I. I uh, came up with a couple of years ago. I, I give a, a lot of thanks to a buddy of mine in California who had been pushing me to do a podcast forever, and uh, and and he sort of helped me come up with this idea. But it's it's me sitting down with play-by-play broadcasters that have reached the pinnacle there of their profession. So Major League, the NFL, NBA, NCAA, uh, NHL. And I look, I'm fortunate to live in Minnesota because we have all the major sports here. Right. And so all these broadcasters come through town. And I, it's a hard, fast rule for me. I will only do these in person. Um, uh. That's it. And so I get them all when they come into town. I've done 98 episodes that are live. Actually, my 98th will go live tomorrow. And, you know, some of the bigger names that I've sat down with are Doc Emmerich, uh, NHL, NBC. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've gotten Sean McDonough, who does Very Monday nice. Night Football. Huge. I've done uh, Kevin Burkhart, who is the number two guy on on Fox, and he's also the guy on uh, you know on the dais with Alex Rodriguez and uh, Big Poppy and you know all those guys uh, you know during the World Series. And for the first time ever, I will reveal who my guest 100 is in two weeks. So I release these every Tuesday. Okay. Guest 100 is Joe Buck. Wow. Oh, yep. nice. So I, I was able to sit down with Joe when he did the uh, the Saints-Vikings game uh, a couple of weeks ago and was uh, able to sit down with him for about 50 minutes. He was he could not have been nicer. Um, and it, it, he's great. All these all these guys are, are great when, when I sit down with them. They're all very generous with their time. They all have great stories, and that's what it's about. It's about their stories and how they got to where they are. It's it's not necessarily a podcast for broadcasters that want to be broadcasters. It's, it's exactly what it's called, the voice behind the voice. So you know everything about these guys on the air as mm-hmm. a broadcaster, but what do you really know about their story? And sure. so that's what I try to do is bring that to life. And, and it's, it's been a lot of fun. I, you know, and I get, if you've got a local broadcaster you know, for a team that you root for in your town and they've come here, chances are I've sat down with them. So, uh, yeah, so it's, it's been a lot of fun. That's amazing. It amazing, it's yeah. a it's a fun show. I I, I showed it to you yep, uh, yep. on Friday before we left. Yep. I checked a couple episodes out over the weekend. 
uh, you have a new fan, a new listener here. I'm a, <laughs> I, I, I ingest all things podcast that I can. So uh, I, I really enjoy it, man. It, it's a good format. It's not too long. We, we yeah. run long sometimes. Sometimes, like our, our show, we had our 250th episode last week. Oh, congratulations. Thank, Thank you very you. much. And we had uh, Mean Joe Green on from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Nice. And uh, that was a two hour episode. I don't care. Yeah. Right. But it was long. It was long. It was long. <laughs> yeah. I, and I hear you on that. But, but here's the thing like, if you've got a dedicated audience, they're, they're going to want to tune in. They're going to be, uh, you know, enthralled. They're going to be invested in whatever you're doing. And so they may not listen to it all in one sitting, Correct. but you know how people take in podcasts. I listen to podcasts when I'm working out in, in the gym, which seems really counterproductive because it's not really pumping me up or anything. But, um, but, that's, how, but that's how I do it. Or when I'm driving you know, to and from work in the morning, uh, you know, that's when I take it in. So you know, I'll listen to podcasts in chunks, but if, I, if I'm locked into one, uh, you've, you've got me as a fan, and, and I'll listen in whatever form or fashion. So... Uh, yeah, so for folks, it's it's the voice behind the voice. Uh, they can find it iTunes or you know wherever you get your podcast, you know things of that nature. And uh, yeah, check it out. It's it's great. It's a good show, guys. Now uh, I, I I told you twenty five minutes. We went a little past that, but yeah. I want to let you know that the next time the the Saints are in town playing the Air Hogs, Paul and I are going to be there. We will literally be the two biggest Saints fans in the stadium for sure. So you you, you will literally be the only two fans in the stadium, perhaps as well. So there, there is that. Nice. Um, but here, but here's the thing. Seriously, and I'm 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 serious about this. If, if you guys are there. Come up to the broadcast booth, and and I'll you guys will be on, on the broadcast with me. Um, awesome. We're we're in town, May twenty eighth through the thirty first. Um, so pop up to the broadcast booth. I promise their um, their their security is non-existent. <laughs> non-existent. Um, so, <laughs> so so you can get up to the press box easily. Uh, but I'll have you guys on the broadcast with me, and we could chat for for an inning or so. We'll promote uh, promote your podcast to to everybody, and it'll be a good time. Awesome! That it's sounds done. fantastic, man. It's done. That's awesome. Now, do you guys do you guys travel with the pig? <laughs> Does Fats come with you? <laughs> uh, no, 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 no traveling with the pig. No although there are players <laughs> at the end of the year that want to take the pig home, but I think there are laws and rules against that. Yeah. Uh, the, oh, the, the pig does live nicely on a pig farm uh, just on the other side of the uh, Minnesota-Wisconsin border. We've had a pig farmer, uh, the Health family, uh, Dennis in Maryland, that have uh, given us our pig for the last 25 years. They've been spectacular and. Uh, yeah, and and most of our players fall in love with the pig every single year. It starts literally. It's I don't know six or seven days old when we get the pig, and by the time it, it leaves us in you know beginning of September, it's like three hundred pounds. And so it's, it's you know it's, it's like week. it's yeah. like some of our fans over the course of the season. Uh-huh. That's so, you know, uh, how it works. Very yeah. nice. Very yeah. nice. Well played. All right, man. We're up against it. We got to get back to work today. But uh, I just want to thank you for joining us. This was a lot of fun. Seriously, the Fat Packs. New biggest fan, or or the Fat Pack's new team yes. is the St. Paul Saints. It, yes, I can't indeed. wait to get a poster or a picture up somewhere in our studio here. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Well, like I said, shoot shoot me an address. I'll get you the uh, you know the, the the team card set with alternative fats, and hopefully you guys as new fans will bring us luck because I've been a broadcaster for 17 years and I have never ever called a championship moment, and my ring finger is naked. So uh, with you guys aboard. Hopefully we're we're celebrating at the end of the year. Awesome, done. Awesome Let's do it. stuff, man. All right, man. Thanks for joining us. You are welcome back anytime. You guys hang out. We'll be right back. This is Lisa from Never Enough Cards and Evolution Sports Marketing. I'm here with the Fatback Guys, and this is Beckett Radio. 
right, guys, we're back after that quick break. Man, Aaron Sorensen, if you need him, if you're counting, that's two interviews. That is. That's two. That's Conrad Uno, Thompson. Dos. Aaron Sorensen. Yes. And now we're sitting here with Joseph Rodriguez from CGP, CJP Breaks. Uh, local breaker. Uh, this is our From the Shop segment that I promised everybody uh, for the month of January. And he's not necessarily a shop, but he is a breaker and he's local. He's, he's here in studio. We always like it when people are in studio. What's up, Joseph? How are you doing? Hey, guys. I'm doing good. How about y'all? You like, you like Joseph or Joe? Uh, Joseph, actually. Joseph. Uh, a lot of people call me Joe. I, I don't correct him, but uh, I do prefer Joseph. Now I feel like an ass because <laughs> I was... Dude, dude, it's not the first time today. Yeah. So just let it go. It It'll probably be won't right. be the first won't time today. It won't be the today. last time either. So, uh, oh, all right. So, man, uh, this this is a pretty common format interview. We're going to ask you some some simple questions about breaking, but the first question we want you to do is uh, tell us how long you've been in the hobby. Yeah, no problem. Um, so I've been in the hobby. I started collecting as a kid. Um, a lot of it was basketball cards when I was younger. Penny Hardaway was my big uh, go-to guy when I was a kid. Penny Hardaway and Jason Kidd. Okay. Um, absolutely just loved them. So I uh, started collecting a lot probably when I was about nine or ten or so. Okay. Um, and then just moved around a lot as a kid and kind of got out of the hobby. Um, my son started getting back into baseball. I have an 11-year-old son. Um, so he got into baseball recently. Um and thankfully, we've moved on from Pokemon cards. Um, so we've moved on to a card shop. We are there for Pokemon cards. Next and, week, we're uh, going to have a Pokemon guest. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> thankfully, yeah, my son. Uh, he'll, tell, he'll be able to tell you a lot. Um, but we were at the card shop, and, you know, he's a Beltray fan. And okay. um, you know, we just kind of looked for a Beltray card, and he found a Beltray card. And we bought a, a pack of Topps Chrome, and we pulled a Beltray out of that. And he just kind of got hooked. Um, since he got hooked, I, I kind of got back into it. Sure. Um, he plays select baseball, so we're around baseball a lot. Um, and then just since we finally got out of Pokemon, it was just kind of an easy transition. Um, I started opening packs again, and then just that love came back. Okay. Um, pulling cards and, and then just trying to chase cards. Um, I was always told I was related to Pudge as a kid. All right. Uh, my last name's Rodriguez, and my mom, that's your uncle. You know, and so I was, I was just always there. I was like, oh, yes. So Pudge was my favorite baseball player as a kid. Um, and so we're just trying to collect Pudge and Beltray and everything, bringing on the Rangers, mm-hmm. Pudge going in the Hall of Fame. All of that just kind of steamrolled, um, getting me back into the hobby. Um, and then jumping into breaks and things like that just kind of ended up turning me on more into breaks. And um, opening packs is just really, really um, enjoyable, right? Okay, And yeah. so I was able to turn that into somewhat of a hobby. I guess I went into a business now. Um, sure. So that was been pretty, been pretty fortunate with that. Um, so I guess that's kind of how my, my history in the hobby is. So who did you break with? Because uh, I'm going to be honest, you, Paul was stalking your, uh, your, your Facebook page, and we, we recognized a few names. So who did you get back into breaking with? Um, so I actually first started breaking probably, um, I first started doing eBay breaks, and then I realized that, hey, you can probably find a lot more value if you go to the actual website. So sure, I actually sure. started breaking um, with Layton for okay. a little bit. All right. um, and then mainly, I would say my personal breakers are Platinum. Platinum bricks, okay. yeah. Platinum, um, G and D over there. They're just they're really loud. I'm kind of loud, like G as well. Sure. Um, I get really excited when I pull good <laughs> cards for people, um, and, and so I just I just break with them. Really, they they have a good value. I'm a Rangers fan, and okay. so they typically put a pretty good value on the Rangers. Um, so typically, I will break with Platinum. Awesome. There you go. You can't. I mean, those are all guys that we know. We've all we've, we've seen all those guys. So uh, it, it's um, we there's a lot of internal conversation about. Who do breakers break with? And you know, 
there's only a, there's only a limited customer base, so you guys got to have some crossover, you know. So right, I mean, I'll, every now and then I'll have breakers jump into my breaks, um, and it's interesting. I'm not gonna lie; it's always uh, I would say it's kind of uh, flattering, right, when you sure, have another sure. breaker jump into your breaks because it at least says you're probably doing something right, right. Um, so I, I do enjoy that, especially uh, when a breaker tells me when they've reached out and say, "Hey, man, really enjoy your breaks. Going to jump in more of them," and I know they are a breaker, right, right. Um, and then, so I try to do return the favor as well. I'll jump in their rooms and I'll try to jump in their breaks as well because um, I know it, it's it's supporting the business right sure um, they jump into my breaks I'll try to jump into theirs as much as possible Sweet. Um, but yeah awesome. was it like intimidating that first time though I would say yeah you know I, I, I would mean, say <laughs> um, probably one of the bigger breakers um, jumped into one of my breaks uh-huh. and I was just kind of like wow why, why is he in my break right right um, and he bought a lot of teams um, and he enjoyed it from what he told me and That's everything cool. so um yeah it was a little intimidating the first time because you want to make sure you're doing everything correct right, right, um, right. stuff like that because yep. um, every breaker has unique um tendencies right sure. some of them oh, have yeah. the gloves some of them um dual cameras i know when we first started we only had one camera that was a big thing um I guess that was seemed to legitimize us. A lot of people said once we brought on the second camera, the second right. camera, yeah. right? Well, the second camera makes you legit. You get rid of the, the MW seventy three possibilities, right? Right. right. Yeah. You know more Brandon Cooks to ninety nine <laughs> yeah. potentials, yeah. stuff like no, that. Um, and so we have a second camera now, and I guess that 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 brought in for whatever reason that actually brought in more people. It, okay. it legitimized us a little bit more. Um, one of the things I've always tried to be with uh, my group is very transparent. Okay. Um, because that's that's the only thing we can be as breakers, right? Sure. Like everything about our hobby and our business is trust. It's right. people putting that trust into us. Um, so for the most part, I'm very, very, very transparent about pricing, about what my profit is and things like that because I try to let people know I'm not there to to, to gouge them. Right. Um, one of the things I always say is I am not a full-time breaker in terms of my career. Right. Um, I actually have a full-time job. I am a network engineer. Okay. Um, so I have a, a, a very, fairly good career. Um, so I'm not I'm not... When, I, when a Brandon Cooks 99 situation happens, I don't need that card. Right, exactly. Right, right. Yep. It's not, and that's what I've told other breakers. Um, when you when you break with the smaller ones, you got to be careful about that, right? A ten thousand dollar card to someone who's breaking two boxes is very, it's very, it's very tempting. Right. Um, More so but than it's just <laughs> right, yeah. and, and you'll see that sometimes with the bigger breakers when they'll, um, y'all know the scammer groups, right? Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, some of the bigger breakers will get posted on. There, oh my God, look at this! Um, I'll, I'll bring up Bomo recently. If y'all know who Bomo is on eBay, big eBay breaker. Yeah. Um, and it's just number sense is what I say to a lot of people, and you can see it as a breaker. You understand when you're looking at the screen and you see other people's eyes what they're looking at. Right. I'm watching the chat. I'm showing you the card, but I'm trying right. to interact with my customers and right, watch right, the right. chat. Right. I already know what this card is and just put it down. Right. Um, he got posted on there recently and said he was scamming. Oh, my God. There's a Freddie Freeman five-star redemption and all this stuff. And even I'm like, guys, Bomo is huge. Right. Bomo is – there's no reason Not for, for him to Freeman do it. Card. Right. right. <laughs> and even he popped on there and was like, guys, really? Freddie Freeman. And we're so at a certain point, I would like for people to use common sense. Right. Right. There, there's number sense, is what we like to call it in the workplace. Right. Um, so little things like that. But um, it is, but people just want to run with things, right? Oh, they Instantly do, man. people. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, scam. Oh my God. Da, 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 and it's just, it's a joke sometimes. But I understand it. Because you you have to have that trust factor. Yeah, they right? err on the on the side of something that might be going on. Right. You you've seen the Brandon Cooks to ninety nine. You've yep. seen all of these issues yep. and um, so I guess that's what I try to avoid by being transparent, being as open as possible with everybody about my practices, how I run my randoms, everything um, that allows that trust. Um, and to be honest, I believe that's because um, one thing that I told um, 
Eric is we're we're fairly new. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been probably now about six months. Okay. Um, but I would like to say for being only six months into breaking, we're fairly large. Okay. Um, we're probably doing ten to fifteen cases a week. Wow, that is a lot. Um, yeah, we did uh, tw- uh, probably open twenty combined cases of draft. We broke. We're going to do our seventeenth case tonight. Wow. Of Bowman draft. Um, so we and we a lot of it's due to our, our customers. Don't get me wrong; it's not me. Right. It is definitely our customers. Our customers have put a lot of that trust into my family mm-hmm. um, because we are family breakers. It is me and my wife, my future wife Cassidy, um, who is helping me with a lot you of. Should have brought Cassidy along with you, which is amazing. Let's. That's a. We talked about this off air. That's amazing that she's still marrying you. That is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That you found a woman that likes breaking. No, I, I likes agree. Cards, period. Yeah. She'll sort. I mean, she'll go over there and she'll be like, "Hey, what did we break tonight? Let me sort. I'll, I'll be asleep at two a.m. She'll come down to bed. All right, that break's done. We're ready to pack it up." Wow. And I mean, it, it, it's it's challenging because we are both full time workers. She right. works from home as well. Um, and I would say that was probably one of the one of the biggest challenges that we've had is just trying to keep up with the volume. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of our customers have. Uh, that's probably their biggest complaint is just our shipping time. Um, but being full-time and you know full-time workers and not full-time breakers that is a little bit harder um, but we try to compensate that with our pricing right um, we do combined shipping and that's allowed a lot of our breakers I'm sorry a lot of our customers to get into multiple breaks mm-hmm. um, and that's all what the hobby is about stretching your dollar right exactly right if, if, if I have ten dollars and I can make it get two breaks instead of one right I'm gonna do it as a customer right why Absolutely. not Yep. Um, but at the same time, I need to be able, me as a breaker, I need to be able to provide them a service that they say, okay, that, that, that $10 for two breaks was worth it versus me going for that one break. Right. Makes sense. Yeah, that's a, that's a complaint across the hobby, you know, is the shipping times. Yeah. You know, we hear that, we hear that all the time from all the people that we talk to. Sure. Um, Industry Summit last year, we got to sit on the breakers uh, panel up yeah. there. And shipping, it's always trying to get it out, get it faster, because a lot of these cards, as you know, they come out, they're $50 right off the jump. You take a week to get it to them. And now it's a thirty dollar card. So that's a huge difference. Yeah, so. yeah, it's huge, and it's a lot of it's when you're when you're breaking these big boxes like draft and stuff like that. Um, There's so of, many yeah. base cards, and, and one of our cards. one of our niches is how we we've been able to expand as quickly as we have is we ship all cards. Okay. Oh wow. It, it, yeah. So we when oh, we, wow. when you purchase Bowman, um, we're shipping all of those cards to you. Um, because that's your value, right? That's Some it. people, I've, um, I do card shows now. Recent, um, now that I, I used to be a select baseball coach, um, out of that now. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so my, that was kind of another reason why we got into the business. I guess is my weekends are now free. Oh, okay. Um, you definitely need that. So select baseball. I mean, my son plays it. Um, we were doing it three, four nights or three or four weekends a month. Um, so no, no time for a card show or anything like that. But anyways, going back to the card show, um, I brought draft up there. People are picking through the paper. Right. So there, there was value in that. And so I was like, man, if people are willing to buy the paper, let me just send the paper to them. They're right. already paying for it. Right. That's true. Um, so why not give it to them? Um, so that, that's one of our niches that we, we were able to capitalize on was okay. a lot of people love that, especially coming in Series 1. Oh, yeah. Um, today we got, I mean, literally I think I had 150 pounds of card shipped in today. Um, and I'll post that. I have a broken hand right now, as a lot of my, my customers know. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to have a struggle with getting that 150-pound cards up to our card room. Um, but we will ship all Series 1 cards. All Series 1 tops. All Series the 1 tops. You're talking about tops, yeah, right? Tops. Yeah, yeah, Top Series 1. Good, we great. will ship all vet base, everything. Um, because, again, the customers paid for it. So what do you do with the cards that are like three or four guys on a card? You don't um, random we'll, all the little base cards, do you? Um, we will random those. You will? Uh, so for those like mirror images out of yeah. Bowman's Best, we yeah. um, actually stole this from another breaker. I'll be honest. I forgot what breaker it was. <laughs> um, okay. But I did steal this from another breaker. He threw a dice. 
right oh, or left. Okay. Odds are even, right or left. Oh, okay, I got you. That turned out to be really quick. Right. Um, so I was like, you know what? Hey, I'm I'm a, I'm smart enough to realize that people are smarter <laughs> than me. Right. Um, so why not use that to my advantage? Absolutely. Um, so that's what we do. Um, if it's something like that where it's a lot of base cards and stuff like that, we'll random it off. Okay. Um, with a small die, something something quick. Right. Gotcha. You're not so, getting that 20 die out there and throwing that. Oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the next Seven. time. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Three dice roll minimum of 12. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, who, who do you who, do you have? Do you have a distributor that you work with, or do you, are you sponsored or anything like that? Um, no, we are not sponsored. Actually, we started. Um, that was one of the things I did a lot of research before getting into the hobby, and I realized a lot of breakers were actually buying through um, Blowout and buying through uh-huh. um, eBay. Yeah. Sure. And I was like, man, maybe that's why your prices are so high. It is, is Blowout, to me, is not a real distributor. Um, a lot of times I can beat Blowout prices because they're buying the same from the same people I'm buying from. Right. Um, and a lot of people don't understand that. Uh, working in the cha- working uh, at TI, um, I work at TI for those of you who don't know, um, we work with the channel as well. So we have distributors and stuff, and so I've understood what the channel needs, right? You need to be able to pump millions into the channel at any given time. Right. People like blowout cards, they can't handle that type of volume, right? They can't handle all the garbage kids and garbage pail kids, all that other stuff that is required for distributors to take on. Right. So they can't charge the prices distributors did. So I ended up going to all of my distributors and saying, hey, let me come work with you. Um, and so right now I work with about four distributors. Okay. Um, probably the major ones I actually do not work with GTS. Um, okay. We just we, we we they just they're high honestly just okay. to, just to, they're they're not able to compete with the other vendors that I work with. No, don't get me wrong, they sell a lot, so they don't need to. Right. Yeah. Right. True. And yeah. it's also um, I work probably with a couple of the smaller vendors. Okay. Um, and at first, honestly, they ignored me. Right. Okay. On those order <laughs> right. one or two cases, but once I bump that up to five, ten cases a week, right. now I, my responses are a little bit quicker. Yeah. Things that like that. Sure. So that's interesting. Um, but we are we are licensed business, and uh, because we thought that was important um, mm-hmm. to be a licensed business for people to be able to go to you. Um, one of the things a lot of breakers do is friends and family. One of the main things we said we don't care if you do goods and services. Mm-hmm. Right. Because we as a business we need to be able to when you go to Seven Eleven, Seven Eleven doesn't charge you three percent when you use your credit card. <laughs> no, they don't. Walmart doesn't charge you three percent when you use your credit card, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's that was the model that I looked at. I looked at what's successful in the world. What right. is because what's successful in the world should work for the most part in every 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 industry. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. And so we don't mind if you send goods and services. Granted, yeah, I, I like friends and family. Right, don't get right, me wrong. Right. This I, sure. I, I don't mind saving right. money. You don't have the, the chargeback right or the, um, the fear of that or whatever. Right. Yeah. But I don't, um, I don't mind if if that what makes you as a customer feel like you are safe with me mm-hmm. and sending it goods and services. By all means, send it goods and services. That's what you talked about. You talked about being trustworthy and mm-hmm. transparent yes. and whatnot. So therefore, you're yeah. just another way you're doing it. Right, and that's I would say that's probably the biggest challenge for new breakers starting out is how do you get trusted? Mm-hmm. Um, and we've just been really, really lucky. We've had a couple um, really, really big buyers come in that trusted us with their money and recommended us. Oh, um, and that, that's really what it's gone out to it is a lot of people have recommended us to their friends and say, hey, jump into Joseph's Breaks. Well, they call me Joe. Everybody calls me Joe, too, on, the, on our <laughs> Facebook group. Um, jump into Joe's Breaks. They're really good value, really good breaks. Um, I like to think I'm entertaining. Um, I'm probably not as entertaining as I like to think. Um, <laughs> That's what I, we think, too. We, think, we like to think we're entertaining, too. We don't um, <laughs> yeah, but I, I try to just you know provide entertainment, provide a service um, to them. Um, I guess I get really, really excited for, for them when I get good cards. Um, because that's 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 how I would want when I hit the good cards. Right. Um, right. One of my first experiences um, hitting a really good card with another breaker. Um, actually, I, I purchased. Um, it was at the last minute purchase on a Facebook group. I forget which group it was. Um, but my son was watching the break. He okay. wanted in the break, and so I let him go. I was downstairs, and this was uh, triple threads. 
Okay. And all of a sudden, I hear my son yelling, Beltre, one of one. And so I start running up the stairs like, what? And I just hear the breaker screaming, printing plate. You know, we, right. we landed a white whale. Oh, okay. Um, a nice. Beltre. And my son's favorite player is Beltre. Beltre and right. he got to watch that live. That's nice. And so he was so excited. And that's one of the things we promote. We want kids to come on. Mm-hmm. I have a couple of uh, guys in there who have their kids watch with them. Sweet. And I'll shout out to them and stuff like that. Because it's, it's, it's unique, right? The kids, right. my son loves YouTube. Yeah. And so oh, when he's so on YouTube, kids, yeah. right? <laughs> yep. Oh, I just got a shout out from YouTube. Yeah. That's really cool to them. Um, and speaking of, yeah, because we stream to Facebook, YouTube, and Breakers. Okay. When we break, we stream to all three at the same time. Okay, um, yes, that does cost more to do that. But again, that's the service that we provide because we want everybody, whatever platform you want to use, whether it's Facebook, your mobile on YouTube, or you want to go on Breakers, and, and, and you know that's your, I don't know who likes to watch on Breakers, but <laughs> if that's what you want to do, we try to allow whatever option you want. Gotcha. Um, and, and so I just try to try to try to give good entertainment value, um, and not try to okay, cool, Bryce Harper, one of one, moving on. Right. You know, thanks for your money, moving on. No, I'm, I'm gonna get excited. I'm gonna scream. I'm gonna yell. Right. Um, and I just that's just how I am. Perfect. That's sure. awesome, man. Yeah, because a lot of the breakers that I watch or whatever, they're definitely not. Uh, I wouldn't have my kids watch the, the breakers. <laughs> that's for sure. I, I try to keep it clean. I try. I'm not, I, every now and then I get and I, and I, try to, and I try to remember who my audience is sometimes. Um, yeah. And a lot of times they'll, they'll, they'll remind me as well. Like, hey, right. Joe, got such and such watching tonight. Right. So, that, um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Sweet. Cool. So, what are, what are you looking forward to? What, what are you going to do in 2018? I mean, because uh, I guess the better way to ask that question is what are you going to do to set yourself apart? Because there are a million other breakers out there, like we discussed. So, in 2018 specifically, what are you going to try to do? to change the game? Um, so 2018, one of the things that we are looking to do actually is to do a big chase hit for uh, Trout, Judge, and Harper. Okay. We're looking to put together, I'm trying to find it uh, at a fairly good value so I can provide that value on hey, I know where customers. You can get, I, I know where you can get a, a, a Trout. Is it still available, the 9.5 Trout? Oh, the, the, the Super Fractor? Yeah, the Super Fractor. I looked up no, 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 in a no, while. No, no, I'm <laughs> in, no, no, no. I'm looking for 2009 draft. Ah, okay. Okay. So that's right. what we're looking for: 2009 draft, uh, 2000 a lot, 2011 tops update, uh, hobby boxes and jumbo, and, oh, okay. and stuff for um, what is it? 2013 draft, I think for Judge. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking to put that together. Okay. Cool. So you're talking about you're talking about ripping that stuff. Yes. Wow. Yes. I thought you were talking about like a repackage product nope, where you're nope, gonna like nope, get nope. the cards and put them back in the back. You're talking about ripping that stuff. Yeah, we're talking about ripping that. That's sick. Yep. Um, and actually, speaking of repackage, we do a repackage product, but I do it more as a giveaway. Okay. Um, I do it at cost. Okay. Um, so right now we have one up there that has a black label McKay in there. Oh, nice. Um, a couple graded mantles, a um, couple super factors in there. We're giving away hobby boxes, um, and we're doing all of that at cost. Okay. Um, and that's one of our reasons why we do that is we would like to think that money is going to go back into our room. That makes sense. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. Um, so for fifty dollars at that, that's the buy-in. We're going to drop it down. I didn't tell anybody that, so that'll be information on your uh, right. first thing go. on y'all's. Um, we are going to drop the price down. It was sixty-five dollars. We okay. actually are going to drop it down to fifty dollars. Fifty bucks. All right. It's a hundred spots. Um, like I said, Aaron Judge graded cards in there. Mickey Mantle graded cards in there. Black Label McKay. Super Fractors, Hobby Boxes of Top Series 1, Autograph Baseballs. Um, I see a Nolan Ryan rookie here. Oh, there, yeah, yeah, pulling up. No. Nolan Ryan, yeah. Milton Bradley, Nolan Ryan, PSA. Bob um, Clemente. That's just some of the cards. They couldn't get it right. They can't figure out if it's Bob or Roberto. Which one is they it? Can. <laughs> they just call him Rob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just call him. Never mind. I'll stop there. That's awesome, man. That, that's good stuff. I, I, I like the way you did that. I like, I like your... Uh, 
your uh, your bigger chase products. Well, now I got to ask you this: Where the hell are you going to find those boxes at? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, so the Houston TriStar show coming up yeah, is going to be soon, one yeah. of the options that I'm looking at. Um, I personally will not be there, but I do have um, one of the people I work with locally who is going to go there, and he's going to okay. try to be my eyes and ears. Okay, um, down there. Um, for the most part, what it really comes down to is cash talks. Sure. Right. We, sure. When when you bring cash to the table, it's really hard for people to say no. If they're willing to say no, then then hey, by all means, great. Maybe right. I can bump it up a little bit because right. there is a price. Yeah. Um. Typically, their asking price is not going to be their price. Sure. There is going to be a price. Sure. Um. If you're asking sixteen hundred dollars for that case, and I come fourteen fifty cash, if you say no, then cool, great. You said no. Okay. But more than likely, you're gonna say yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then I, in turn, honestly, I just turn that back savings right onto the customers. Right. There's no point. I have a certain margin and I've told all my, my, my guys what I look for. If I get that number, whatever else above that, I take off. Okay. There's just no point for me. I don't need to, right? For, for things like flawless and stuff like that, I don't need to make $500 a case right. for 30 minutes of work. Right, yeah, because there's, no right. there's no sorting. Right. There's no, the opening the box takes not long at all. Yeah. So, we, so when you look at the it. real world and what people get paid for hourly, right? Right, um, right. I'm just like, well, let me look at that, right? I, I'm a manager, and I have people below me who are making $12, $13 an hour, and I'm like, man, that, it, they would love to come over here and do this for that amount of money. Absolutely. Right, and so I, I, I okay, well, this is going to take me maybe two hours of work. Why is someone making $500 profit on two hours of work? Not, not to... To, 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 to hate on any of the other breakers. Do right. what you do. Right. right. If you can make it, make it. Right. Absolutely. But that's just my thing. That's, that, that's how we were able to get to the level we were as, as fast as we were. Um, and, I, and it's just all about stretching the dollar. Um, and, I, and I would say one of the other reasons we got into the hobby, honestly, is just the economy um, as a whole. Um, I believe... What's that? Trump got elected, and you were like, "I gotta do this." I gotta do this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, mainly it's it's. Um, I would say the the banking regulations definitely help that um, because I believe the hobby is related to the economy. It right? is, yeah, a, of course. As, as, no one needs a piece of cardboard yeah. with with a ballpoint yes, pin on it for five hundred dollars. Yeah, nobody, right? Um, but as you see, other luxury items come out more and more and more. You know, these are going to go up and up, right? Um, and just being, I would say another caveat to that is being around select baseball as much as I have um, for the last five years. Um, I've actually seen some of the top prospects in our, our, our Ryan Vallee, I've seen play. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah, he, he traded in my son's center. Oh, seriously? That's um, cool. Yeah, <laughs> I, like I'm going to try to talk to him and see if I can hook something up with him. And, and just, Absolutely, man. The Rockies like, love that guy, yeah. man. Yeah. And, and so just seeing the way the kids train nowadays from early ages. Mm. I mean, I have nine-year-olds in there with strengthening and conditioning coaches. That's crazy. Right? You're just going to continue to see the onslaught of these kids come on and just tear up the professional world. Sure. And that, in turn, will allow the hobby to continue to grow, um, as long as they don't abuse it. Right. The, the manufacturers, true. that is. Yes. Right. If the manufacturers come out there and abuse it the way they have before, then we're all in for a big, big bag of hurt. Right. Um, but as long as they don't, I, I think the hobby is going to continue to grow until the economy hurts, which I don't think is going to happen anytime within the next ten years, probably. Probably not. It'll happen again eventually. Right. That's just the way life is. Um, and so that's another reason why I thought it was a good time to jump in is just the economy, um, which obviously uh, there's a thousand breakers now, right? Everybody oh, yeah. thinks, Everybody they thinks break. there's a breaker. Yep. And, and so Paul I, and I are breaking after you leave. We're, we're sorry. Break. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, we're and so I can't, I can't, I can't say much cause I'm, I'm one. Right. Right. You are, you I, are. I said, Hey, I can do that. Right. Um, I will say that when people ask me what the biggest challenge is, I would just say capital. Oh yeah. Right? Absolutely. If, yeah, if, yeah, if you think yeah. you're a breaker, 
you have to be able to provide the product to your customer quickly. And, and if you have to do one box, okay, let me get all my money in, let me ship all my cards, let me, then let me order my next box, your customers are gone. They've already purchased their next five breaks. Yep. Um, so I would say capital. Um, at one point when we started off, we made a new PayPal and everything. I didn't realize making a new PayPal, That's they'll hold your money. Move. Yeah, they oh, sure yeah. will. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> we had tons of money, over $10,000 tied up. Just sitting in, in there just for sitting 21 there. days or whatever it was. Yeah, and, <laughs> so the point where I, yep. <laughs> and so I've even asked to the point where people were sending large amounts because I'll start selling, I always started selling cases to people. Oh, okay. um, honestly, because for the most part, my case prices, guys, Hundred dollars, maybe over. Right. Usually cheaper because why? What am I doing? Nothing. I, I'm slapping a label and sending. I'm not even door. doing that. <laughs> I'm. It's, it's my vendor, right? Oh, my okay. vendor will ship it directly. Oh, okay. Well, I, I pay for it. My vendor ships it. I do nothing, nothing. but send an email. There you go. So there's no reason for me to charge a lot of my cases, and that in turn has allowed me to get my allocation up, mm. which gets me better product for my customers. There, there you go. go. Perfect. So there's always a perfect reason there. All right. Um, so we, we just have always tried to keep the product coming in. That That is probably the biggest challenge was that capital and be able to give the new products right away. Um, our first big purchase was a, a case of triple threads. Oh, okay. And I remember talking to uh, Cassie and I said, hey, well, I just dropped uh, $2,800 or whatever it was on this. And she said, are you stupid? <laughs> you dropped $2,800? Because I, mean, we I mean, before it was like five, $600 on a case. Right. And we went to $2,800. I was like, all right, let's see how it goes. Did great. Sure. Right. Did absolutely great. And thankfully, the reason why it did great, we got lucky and we pulled some great hits. Oh, that yep. helps. It, it, and that's what I've noticed. If we get lucky and we pull great hits out of the first two cases, it's going to be a great product. Yeah. Sure. If everybody's I don't, like, oh, they know yes. you got this one of one or the super fractor or whatever. They're gonna if I don't, it's a little struggle. Like um, National Treasures, we pulled a bat knob out of the first one. We pulled three one of ones out of the first case we opened. Boom. Boom. Oh, yeah. Took off. Done. <laughs> and it just was downhill from there, unfortunately. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it usually does. Don't tell anybody, right? <laughs> um, but that—that's really what it's about: is to be able to, to if you're going to be a new breaker, to be able to come on, have the capital requirements, um, and to be able to understand what all of that is, to be able to to provide the service to the customers. Um, and you're just not going to be able to do that doing it once a week, right? Um, and so that's what we were able to do. We were able to provide multiple breaks every day. Um, if people want to break, we're there. Um, whether it's it's an individual hobby box that they want to break or whether they want to break a full case, we're there. We're there. Um, I would say we, we did we were at one time doing it. As soon as it sold, we break. Okay. So I was doing like 11 a.m. breaks, and I have a job. <laughs> so I would get done at a break at 1.30, and I would be struggling at work. So we now we have some limitations. Not to mention just that, but some of our customers that ask, man, I, I work as well, right? I'm on the East Coast. I have a right. lot of East Coast customers, um, and they don't want to watch breaks at 1 a.m. Sure. Um, so now that was another thing we did to try to make it more enjoyable for everybody because everybody wants to watch the breaks. Yep. And so now we try not to do any more late night breaks, which helps me in turn with my real world job as well. <laughs> right. Sure. Makes sense. Sure. All right, man, Good we're stuff. we're up against it here. We got to get back to work. But uh, I want to thank you for your time today. Thanks for coming out and making yourself available. Yeah, uh, love local interviews. They're, Absolutely, they're it's good so stuff. much easier to do. Uh, I love all the guys that we've interviewed on the phone, but when you have them in the studio, it's just that much better. It right? is that much better. So go ahead, plug yourself. Yeah. Thanks. Hey, um, Facebook CJP Card Breaks is our group. Our website cjpcardbreaks.com. Um, go ahead and join on. If you mention that you've heard us on the podcast, you can take ten dollars off of anything that you've jumped in. Okay, awesome. Uh, now, I want to ask you this. Yesterday, you told me to go ahead and grab a spot for myself and a break. Uh, in lieu of that, can we give that spot away to one of our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. 
We'll do that. You guys go check them out at CJP uh, Card Breaks on Facebook. Let them know that you came from the Fat Packs, and uh, we'll work it out. We'll random we'll random that spot off to one of, one of our listeners. It'd Perfect. Be easy like Sounds that. Sounds good to me because I have bad luck right now. <laughs> yeah, you have bad yeah. Luck. so we'll give it to somebody else. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, we awesome. got Series One, Limited Football, Chronicles, Basketball. We got everything up there. Sweet. Awesome. Uh, Twitter. Uh, no, we do Instagram though. Um, no Twitter, but Instagram, CJP Car Breaks. Pretty much CJP Car Breaks across the board. There you go. Okay. Everything CJP Car Breaks has. Joseph, thank you very much for your time. And uh, you're not you're not a part of the family, so you don't have to be a stranger. Come back anytime you want to, buddy. Thanks, guys. All right, All right have a good one. Mr. Brandon Cooks out of 99. Brandon Cooks. You're listening to the Fat Packs on Beckett Radio. All right, man. Back to back to back interviews. We haven't done that. In a while, not like live interviews, I don't think. No, man, the last time we did anything triple was like, well, lunch yesterday, I got triple burger. It was a triple burger. Yeah. We did have the triple show with uh, <laughs> when I was, like, it was the week, not last week, the week before last. Oh, yeah, okay. But it was a, it wasn't an interview that we did. It was just the uh, segment from 105.3 The Fan with uh, RJ right, right, right. eating the Tim Tebow card. <laughs> so uh, that was back to back to back interviews. Pretty pretty solid, I think. I think it was. Absolutely. I think it was a good show. It's great, man. I mean, Joseph had tons of energy there. Yeah, yeah he sure was did. Awesome. He was getting loud. I was like, "Hey, man, you're making my sp- my stuff spike." <laughs> was, but yeah, you know, he was doing good. Uh, again, I like I like that it's local. Yeah, man. He, and he's super passionate. Yeah. And he found a woman to help him. To help him. That's amazing. It is. I'm gonna dude. say that again. I've said it like four times. <laughs> I'm gonna say it again. It's like amazing. It is amazing uh, because my lady doesn't want to. Well, she'll help with cards, but she doesn't. She doesn't. She's not. She ain't t- yeah, she's not sorting cards till like two in the morning. Yeah, as my boy LV would say, she's not about that life. I can, <laughs> I can tell you that. I can tell you that. All right, uh, let's. We got a giveaway that we did for SP Game News. We got a whole box of it to give away. Sweet. I, you and I opened two boxes. I opened a third box to try to get a like a base card. Right. <laughs> and it was man, those things are tough. They're numbered to the jersey number. I. So three ahead. boxes, one base card? One base card. Oof. I thought it was I thought it was just the rookies. Right, right, right. And I am wrong. It is every player. Wow. Uh jeez. And then the So orange. like you're telling me Ovi only has eight cards? Yeah. What? That's his base card? That's his base card. So like sets are impossible. Yeah. Not impossible, the, but improbable. Improbable. There realistically there'll be only one base set put together. Oh, because there's no obviously a number one player. Yeah, Roman Josie has Where's number one? Does anybody wear zero? No. Okay. I mean, it is in the NBA. That'd be tough to do yeah. in NBA. <laughs> Marquise Chris, I think, wears, uh, wears zero. Right. <laughs> that would be tough. Sorry, dude, you're out in the set. Yeah, you're out in the set, dude. <laughs> so um, what I wanted to do, speaking of set collecting, good good transition, Paul. You didn't yeah. even know about it. Yeah, you know. We're going to get into a couple of FPPs here. And the one that I'm, I'm most interested in is the one that we did yesterday, uh, Fat Packs Poll. It's top series one release day, which is huge for set collectors. So, by show of hands, do you still put together sets? Hundred and three votes. Okay. I like I like when it gets around a hundred. I feel confident and good. I feel about, like it, it, yeah, I feel yeah. like it's it matters. It stands. It's yeah, legit. I mean, we got five thousand followers, but you know, hundred votes is okay. Yeah, you know, whatever. So, hundred and three <laughs> votes. Thirty eight percent. Only thirty eight percent. Yes, it's why I collect, and sixty two percent. No, it's not for me. Wow. Not surprising. And that's not surprising. I, I don't guess, but people still treat this day like yesterday, like it's Christmas. They do. You know, they do. Is it because the cases are cheap? I mean, you get a case I for think, like six, seven hundred dollars. Yeah, right? I think it's very affordable. I mean, Topps put out a good product. You know, it's a good quality product uh, for for a lower end thing. And 
I just think it's just, you know, baseball so it's still America's sport, I think. It's sure. still celebrated. So I think people just they're on board, man. You know, it's it's February, pitchers and catchers time, cards mm-hmm. are coming out, boom, we're gonna jump on it. So I think that's part of it. Yeah. You know you know, I I mean I I don't not a baseball guy necessarily, but I I picked up some. It's uh I don't know you know, I, I, I totally agree with the with the poll. I don't think there's that many set collectors. I don't know that baseball's still America's sport. I think it's squarely football, but turn let you know, the Super Bowl's gonna end America's on, pastime, maybe yeah. I should say. Maybe. But the the Super Bowl's gonna end on Sunday night and then we're gonna be right into pictures and catchers and that's what we're gonna be talking about for right. the next, you know, nine months, so or eight months. Uh, baseball, 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 baseball. And, your favorite? Uh, yeah, my favorite. I do like baseball. I have fun with it. I worked for the Mariners for some time. You know, I I, I kind of like it. <laughs> Don't want to talk sports with everybody. <laughs> no, that is for sure. Uh, that's a uh, it's a whole different subject. So uh, it's interesting to see the the. The disparity there, disparity. I don't know if that's a word. The disparity, <laughs> um, just where that percentage is, and I don't, I don't think there's a lot of set collectors out there, but people do have a lot of fun with it still. Well, like we were talking yesterday, you know, it, it's great, it's great to build the sets. You know, that's yeah. where you get your kids involved. Yep. You put the, it's a 350 card base set. There's a lot to put together. You may get it out of one or two, three boxes. Um, you got all your insert sets, ten cards here, twenty cards here. You know, you're putting those together. I think what hurts the set collector is the fact that they then issue a full set later at the end of the year that you can buy. So then you can, you know, you buy a box for for what I say 60 bucks for a box. Sure. Probably take you two boxes to get your set, right? Put it all together, nice and neat. Got your inserts, an autograph, whatever. But then at the end of the year, you can buy a nice wrapped, sealed, mint factory sealed set for the same price as one box. As one you know, box. for 50, 60 bucks. So I think that um it kind of takes a little bit of the uh the thrill out of it yeah the you know? of the, yeah if you just want to have yeah. the set and the and the way the in the world is going nobody has time mm-hmm. you know it's a timing thing so yeah i want to get the, the 2018 set okay well i'll just wait till july and just go buy it for 50 bucks rather than spend the time to open the boxes sure. put them together sure chase a few cards down whatever so i think that's it's kind of where we're at I, I tell the story every year around this time but the first year i worked here so three years ago i'm working on my fourth year now but three years ago this day came and went and Sudsy was like losing his mind. We we got to get these images. We got to get. We, we had to go down to Hamps and buy buy boxes and buy boxes. And uh, I didn't understand why. He's like, we're gonna sell over a million dollars of this stuff on marketplace on the marketplace. I was yeah. like, there's no way. And then I came in and saw the number on Monday. I was like, are you kidding me? This is <laughs> this is ridiculous. But so there's that. You know, there's people out there looking for that stuff. So kudos to you guys for who who do that. I, it's not me, but have fun with it. Yeah, have fun with it. You know, and I think it is a good way to get the kids involved. It gives them something to do, but it's tough. So, um, next poll question I want to get to: uh, what What has been your favorite release in January thus far? So I asked this the day before Top Series One came out. Okay. Okay. So trilogy, SP Game News Limited, Chronicles. Any guesses, Paul? What were the guesses again? What were the trilogy? Options? Trilogy. Okay. SP Game Used. Limited or Chronicles? Oh, it's got to be limited. It is not. It, it is, is not. SP Game Used. I think this is a little really? slanted because we were giving away a box of SP Game Used. Could have been. Could have been. A shout out to our Canadian friends yes. who probably voted a lot more than yes. our American friends. Yes. Where did Limited come in? Third then? Uh, limit. Well, this was actually a pretty close poll. Forty-six percent got SP Game Used. Okay. Uh, limited was second at twenty-six uh, percent. Okay. And then Trilogy and Chronicles were about neck and neck with. 12 and 15% okay, respectively. All right. 
All right. And then there was one more that I hope you guys like the new running EMP shirt that's coming out very soon. Go buy it. So funny. I love it. We're not running anywhere. No. And oh, man. No. Like I said, like we've been joking about, should say run EMT. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If we run, we'll need an EMT. That's right. All right. uh, Last one Fat Packs poll. Which TV event got the most run at your house last night? This was uh, Sunday night. So the Pro Bowl, the All Star, the NHL All Star Game, the Royal Rumble, or the Grammys. This has by far, with 135 votes, been the closest poll we've ran. Man, am I allowed to say the Grammys? The Grammys did not win. Okay, no, it did okay. not win. Uh, surprisingly, I don't, I don't know how it did, but surprisingly, the 34 uh, percent of the vote. The NHL All-Star Game won. Wow. 33% of the vote went to the Royal Rumble, which was a crap show. And but then, everybody wanted to see it, though. Yeah, Whether. everybody everybody didn't want to see it. I, I've watched it twice now, and I'm just like, man, this is... Hoping uh, it got better. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like it. But I am... But I am... I can't... With that being said, I'm very excited that Nakamura won the, Ro- the Royal Rumble instead of Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to get a little wrestling talk here on you. Ro- Ro- the WWE has shoved Roman Reigns down our throats for for four years now and to see Nakamura win and we're going to get that Nakamura AJ Styles wrestling uh, wrestling match at, at Wrestlemania is going to be good everybody's uh, reliving their days in Japan and that was that was an awesome awesome show also very good and then the Pro Bowl came in last with only 16% of the vote yeah I figured as much Figure right. as much. That's that. Although again, another huge comeback. <laughs> yeah, was it? I didn't even watch it. It was uh, NFC was up twenty to three, and uh, they lost twenty four to twenty three. They lost twenty four to twenty three. Yes, sir. Delaney Walker was the star of the show. Man, two TDs for Mister Walker. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Match the season total, probably. No, I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, so uh, speaking of a SP Game News giveaway, we have a winner to announce. Winner, winner. Winner, winner. Chicken dinner is... Dun, dun, dun. At NickWise10, you have won a box of SP Game News. You have one week. I said one week to claim your prize. Please email me directly at ericn, E-R-I-C-N, at beckett.com. To claim your prize, uh, just let me know that you are the SP Game News winner, and I need your shipping address as well. I think he'll be wise enough to, to get in touch with you. You know, I, I think so. He's a, he's a, well, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. He's in England. He's in England? Yes. Ah, all right. Well, there you go. There you go. There you go. This is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> it costs more to ship the box to them. <laughs> yeah, it probably would. Well, the box is about $104, yeah, sure $110, and yeah. uh, shipping will probably be 98 <laughs> Take it to the back. They'll be like, why are we sending this to England? Right. That's right. But uh, hockey fan from across the pond. Perfect. Um, yeah. Another that was pretty that. cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Okay, man. Uh, Super Bowl predictions, I guess. I mean. Well, I mean, it's, it's um, you know, I saw a, a meme, and I know memes are whatever, but it was uh, what do the um, what do these two eagles have in common? Mm. And it was a picture of, of the, the Philadelphia eagle. And it was a picture of the eagle that is used for the United States Post Office service. And um, <laughs> basically, the the, ket, the the punchline is that neither of them deliver on Sunday. So oh, wow. I think it pretty much sums up what will probably be coming up this Sunday. So I think it'll be the Eagles falling short to the Patriots. I'm I'm going the same way. I want 
I I want to see a little variety, but I can't I can't fault greatness. And I think either way, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna enjoy the game. Yeah, I would I would hope it would be like a 27-24 game. Mm-hmm. I really think it's gonna be more like 38-14. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think it's gonna be a a runaway at some point. So, well, here we know, go. You know, because it's set up to be perfect. You know, Gronk's still in concussion protocol, so you don't know if he's gonna play or not play, and you know he's gonna play. You know, and it's got this whole drama behind it, and yeah, they're gonna crush him. That's how it's gonna go. It's gonna be. Uh, I think it's gonna be a Tom Brady murdering. And they're it, just gonna, it probably will be. He's just gonna dis, dis, He's gonna do what Tom Brady does, right? And he's gonna decide, dissect the secondary, and um, Deion Lewis will probably have a you know some amazing yeah. run. <laughs> probably and James White, as he always does, will yeah. score eight touchdowns. Right. And so will Danny, Danny uh, playoff Amendola. So, you know, they just find people. They do that just score points. You know, and you know, part of me hopes I'm wrong. Part of me hopes that the Eagles do win, and it's a, it's something we haven't seen. You know, right? But I'm not. I don't think that I'm not dumb enough to take that money. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> you know, did you see that report that there's like 4.6 billion dollars are going to be bet on this game? Are you serious? Yeah, it was some. Um, I forget who came up with that that number, but uh, 4.6 billion dollars. Wow! Like, were they all betting on the Patriots? Like, I don't understand. Like. How that's going to work out? That's uh, that's interesting. I uh, like to see that how Vegas pays out after the game. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be wild, man. So, sorry, Eagles fans. Yeah, maybe I'll be wrong. But heel, Chris. I, will be. I know you're listening to this, buddy. I know you're staying heel, and I know you're pulling for the Eagles. So for you, I'm going to say fly Eagles fly. But I don't think it's happening, buddy. I Not going to happen. Happening. Eric Whitlin. I don't know if you're listening. Sorry, dude. It's not going to happen. It's not happening. It's not happening. Uh, Bruce, it's not happening. <laughs> so I'm sure, Eric, if he's listening, we'll play this for Bruce. And nice. Bruce will be mad at me, but that's okay. Speaking of money, man, uh, two things that happened before we get out of here. One, rate changes at the post office. I know that all you sellers out there uh, are having this this conversation. What do you do, Paul? Do you go – I mean, most everybody, the industry standard or – I don't want to say industry standard, but the, the the hobby standard was three dollars for the longest time, and now I don't think it's I just don't think that's possible. I think you've got to have a little bump up to three fifty. Yeah, it's hard. You know, you you don't want to pass on that kind of fee to your to your customer, but, right? You know, at some point, it just doesn't make sense to lose you know fifty cents a, a, a package. You know, by the time you're paying three oh seven or whatever it is now, and then you're paying for your your envelope and your supplies or whatever, you know, you're you're, you're starting to lose money, and I. You know, as long as you're breaking even, it works for me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I, I think four dollars is an extreme, but I think yeah, you're going to see a lot of three twenty fives and three fifties on um, groups that were normally three bucks. Well, where you where you're still the same is that the four four ounces or less, it's still two dollars and sixty six cents. Right. But the, it's that five to eight ounces that is is going to get you because it can go from you know two sixty six up to three seventeen. Right. And all you did was you know add two cards, or right? Three or cards. ship it in a mag. Yeah. So you're here, you're trying to do a favor for the for the customer, and you right. put the card in a mag, or you know you have two cards in a mag, you're sending right. a graded card or whatever, and boom, it bumps you like right past you go right past that four ounces really quick. Like you said before, it didn't matter, and now that's making a difference. Now it's making when you a when difference. You're, if you're doing multiple, 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 multiples, that uh that extra fifty cents or so is going to add up. Sure. And then the other thing was the big news this morning. Uh, it might have been overnight eBay and PayPal are parting ways and um, which is confusing cuz yeah. they're two separate companies anyway, right? Well, they were initially the same They company, were the same thing. And then they split, but they were still partners because yeah. that was the only payment option. Mm-hmm. 
So um, what I did see was that PayPal will still be an option. There's just going to be other options, other apparently. Other options as well. Um, which is interesting because I, c- I kind of want to know what those other options are. It started with an A. I, forget, I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm Apple Pay. And something, yeah. Yeah. But, no, um, I mean, I'm sure they're going to take Apple Pay. I mean, Bitcoin. I mean, all these things are probably going to be relevant. So sure. um, I guess PayPal couldn't think that they were always going to have the uh, 100% market. Yeah. The bottom line is I think even if they sp- – split and air quotes they'll still have the majority share of of the payments for for ebay i would imagine sure that's my opinion okay man that's the show that's uh do no animal kingdom that's a wrap we haven't had an animal kingdom story we have we gotta bring that next week next week that's what we gotta bring back the animals what do we got next week help control the pet pop oh wait i'm not bob i know what we have next week what do we got what do we got what do we got we have propel sports out of philadelphia they are an autograph dealer they're gonna be sad though that might be true. They might be sad, uh, but they. <laughs> we we mentioned them early earlier in the in in the show. Nolan Patrick. They they have an exclusive signing with Nolan Patrick this Friday. Boom! At their shop, Popel Sports. All right, awesome. Um, go check them out. Uh, his name is Adam Popel, P O P P E L. I'm saying that right. Popel. Popel, like yeah. the water. That's Propel. Oh, that's Propel. You're right. No. Correct. But uh, Adam is joining us, and then for all you metalheads out there. A little guy by the name of Chris Finn from Slipknot, number three, is going to be joining us on the show, uh, talking all things collecting. He's a collector. Yeah, I mean, we know this. Yeah, we know this. We know this. And and if you listen to our show, you've probably heard us reference it before. But yeah, man, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be a lot of fun. And then the following week, uh, see, that's Valentine's week. It is. We're working on, um, well, we have... First row collectibles out of Winnipeg. They're okay. lined up. They're yeah, they're lined up All with right. us. And then I don't want to I don't want to jinx it. Okay. Because it's not locked in. Then don't. But <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very close to being locked in. But a three time NBA slam dunk champion will be joining us. Word. As well. So um, wait, how many times did Jordan win it? Uh, oh no, wait. <laughs> so uh, if if it gets if it gets locked up, uh, that'll be really great, and I'll be ready to announce that when that happens. But. uh it's that's going to be a fun show, and then we have one more show before the industry summit, and that's going to be this film that we were talking about. Um, ah, da, 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 da. Yeah, the one that they came here, the documentary, right? Yeah, the documentary. No, that you're like I've you're like a told, superstar now. Right? I'm not a superstar. You're like in films and lights. I, I'm not a superstar, but uh, Jack of all trades is going to be joining us on that show, and then we'll roll right into our industry summit shows. That's three days of back to back to back shows. So, guys, you have a loaded February in front of you for the Fat Packs podcast. Very loaded. I cannot tell you how much content you're going to get. It's going to be a lot, though. It is. It's going to be. It is, man. We will not leave you dry. Yeah. Not at all. All right, man. Uh, we're getting out of here now. Super Bowl. We're both riding with the Patriots, I think. and Or I know. Yeah. And then that's it. And we'll see you on Monday? Are you back in the office on Monday? Yeah. Well, today's Thursday. I'll see Today's you tomorrow. Thursday. Yeah. I'll, I'll see like, you tonight. I'll see you tonight. We're going on we're going live, man. 1035 the fan. I don't know what I'm thinking. Dude, you know what it is? What's that? It's too close to lunch. It You're is starting to have it's, that like yeah, lunch it's like, coma dizzy. I gotta get some food. I gotta get some food. We got a meeting at one o'clock, so ugh. word. Word. All right, guys, catch us on 105.3 the fan with the KNC masterpiece tonight at 740. We will be uh rocking the collectible card club basketball break and somebody spinning the wheel of misfortune also want to mention again that all the phone interview guests that you heard today were brought to you by the sparty hot cash line 
and Spotty Hawk. Spotty Hawk. And then again, Buck City Breaks sponsoring the show for the Industry Summit. So that's pretty big for them. They're they're new to the game, but they won Breaker of the Year last year. And um, they're bringing it, man. Yeah. In- Industry Summit is no joke. Yeah, it's no joke. They're, they're bringing it. So they're going to be in front of a lot of people. A lot of people's eyes are going to see them, and uh, they're going to road trip down from o- Ohio. That's Dude, that sounds like a Chevy Chase movie that I want to watch. I want to, I want to, I want to fly up there on Friday and, and drive down and with drive them. down with them. You should. That would be great. Totally do it. One way ticket to Ohio, please. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, guys, that's it. Thanks for hanging out this week. Until next week, just keep listening. Cue the Drake. Thank you.